Today on Mob Rules, we talk about Adepticon do's and don'ts. <laughs> All that and a little bit else on Mob, Mob Rules. I, I, so, I all right. I, I 100% yeah. uh, plan on taking classes next year. Yeah. Um, you know, not chibi classes, because that's just dumb. But, uh, <laughs> wow. You went, did you go this year or no? No. no. Okay. No, because I'm, I'm leaving in... Yeah. That's right. I, that's I right, leave yeah. next Saturday for... The the not weeks. Chicago. Not Chicago. The, yeah, the not Chicago. the United States. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, welcome right. back, everybody. Hey. We are, we're on the Mob Rules. And uh, today we are joined by Trevor. Hello. Hey, Trevor. <laughs> so uh, Trevor is kind of a, uh, um, an Adepticon buddy that uh, I bump into once in a while when I'm in Chicago. I think we see each other more down there <laughs> than we do up here. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Although I think it's shifting nowadays. <laughs> still... Well, it's because you keep on dragging me into the community <laughs> more and more and more. <laughs> Will you paint these? Or teach these classes? <laughs> Will you do these things for me? <laughs> I actually thought that this. Can I was have a, your orcs. I thought this was a setup for you for me to come over, and next thing I know, in the garage, there's a whole bunch of people waiting to uh, be oh, talked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, we need you to help fill in on mob rules. Yeah. <laughs> Can you bring all of your paints too? <laughs> uh, we'll give you pizza, weird. and of course, we have Dave over hey. here on the couch and waffles. Yep. So today, um, we uh, Trevor and I got back from uh, Adepticon about a week ago, so it's been a little bit, but uh, it's been a while since we recorded too. Uh, so we're gonna kind of go over a little bit of that, and I'm, I'm curious, uh, being as that uh, John isn't here, you have to represent the competitive market, Dave. So at some point, I want to hear your take on the post Adepticon uh, uh, hype and the post LVO hype. See what you the your uh, thoughts are. The meta stuff. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's. It hasn't really shifted, and I and I'm only kind of partially in, in the competitive <laughs> scene these days. Well, so I mean, you have to represent. All right, I'll yeah. do I'll do the best I can. We have nobody else. Dark Creepers, good. There you go. I represent it. Uh, Trevor and I can paint about it, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uses dice, right? I think so. Maybe. So um, yeah, um, let's see. What have I been up to? I guess then. Yeah. Well, since you were gone, mm-hmm. traveling. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did I release a video while you were gone? You did. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the one with the cat and the and the tank. <laughs> the cat, and, and the, the cat the, and the tank made the me laugh. That's why it was there. Uh, <laughs> ten minute ultramarines. Have you been watching the uh, his uh, tabletop plus? I have been. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> there. I send you messages about it all the time, oh, I know. telling <laughs> you that you're an idiot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Love. Man, wait till you see the next one then. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> really? I, I need. He'll to... be on the country, so he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Track <laughs> me down, bitches. No, the next one is next. Monday. Oh, okay. The one after that, though, I'll be out of the country. So, <laughs> thumbs up. Um, yeah, no, I, I've been doing a little bit of video. I, I picked up Forge Vane. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cody and I split the box because we we wanted baby knights. Yeah. And we did the, you know, we figured if the knights come out to 60 bucks when they actually release, because they're uh-huh. about the size of a Redemptor Dreadnought. Sure. Um, when they release the actual kit, we, we were paying $8 more for all of the rest of the models in the box that we probably will never use. Because uh, oh, okay. after a discount, you know, it was like uh, 128 Yeah, it's potentially a really good... I mean, it's a good deal regardless, but it's potentially even right. better deal depending on 
all those so, nights turn out. So we started putting them together, and then somebody put a message up that said, "Hey, I've got uh, I've got this the the mech side. If anybody wants to trade for the Necrons, and we were like, so oh, wait, wow. hold on, so we could have two baby nuts. Uh, <laughs> so Tixies, <laughs> deal. Yeah, what are you gonna do with the Skatari? Um, the what? Do you mean the basing materials? <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Just, uh, what are all these cloaks laying around? <laughs> it's like somebody went like haul, hog wild and killed Here's a whole like bunch a of Ben Kenobi's. Just some robotic arms and <laughs> yeah. stuff laying there. Uh, no, I think For we're gonna, I think we're gonna build your the, not Iron Hands chapter. Yeah, my not Iron Hands chapter. <laughs> I think we're gonna build the uh, the Magos, uh, the yeah. spider leg dude. Okay. And paint it up just because it's well, it's a cool looking model. Yeah. But that's you know that's one of those side projects you do when. You really don't have anything else going on, so I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I could work on the Megos because you know, sure, why not? It's real, it'll be relaxing. So, so are you guys gonna? Is it gonna be like a joint custody? Like at some point he goes to Cody's house, some point it's your house. <laughs> no, nah, he's got two nights now, and I have two nights now. Oh well, I mean so the we're the, set. The Megos. No, we have two Megos. Oh, okay. So you both two. have a Skatari. Oh yeah, we have, we have we have ten. Uh, Dudes for basing material and oh two, two Megos. So disrespectful. 20, 20 dudes for basing material, two Megos, and four baby knights. No. So we, we legit, if we build it up, have a full ad mech force. Oh, wow. So it's that's like, crazy. That's actually, much. yeah, I know. It was like two. Oh, that's crazy. What a nice price. Yeah. 128. <laughs> <laughs> it's a get started box set for your entire army. But uh, uh, yeah, no, we're working on that. I haven't settled on a paint scheme yet. Um, I think the second night. I'm going to convert the shit. Oh, I, I have a feeling. Like, I think we talked a little bit about it earlier, but like, um, I think we're one of the sprues, you know, I was pointing out that it had like an A on it. Yeah. And then it's mm-hmm. like, it's the guns and it's the shoulder pads. But uh, if, uh, I think that when they actually drop it, it's going to have like a, a sprue B and it's going to have alternate weapons and alternate shoulder pads. Because if you look at like the shoulder pads, like they have like the cog kind of motif on there. So I think it's like for the Mechanicum. Right. Versus like if you wanted to have like free blades or. Uh, Questorus, not Mechanicus. <laughs> well, they're, they're in the Codex, aren't they? Uh, for the... Oh, the, not yet. They're not in the Codex. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so right now you get like a data slate or whatever. Okay. You like a data, whatever sheet. Yeah. A pamphlet. And so at some point, the, the theory is they're going to be dropping the Knight Codex. And then, yeah. Like, oh, that's right. There. Yeah, because that's one of the next three to come out after... Yeah. Well, yeah, they'll have the, the or whatever it's called. The Kastalin, uh with yeah, it's like ninety thousand guns. <laughs> it's like all the guns. It's the uh, the baby warlord titan. It's yes. like a it's like a battleship on legs. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's pretty amazing. So it's very eighth edition. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I really want to convert the the absolute crap out of it and have it like just doing some crazy striding or something. You know, which one? The the second night because I haven't built it yet. Oh, I got gotcha. my second okay. night. So Trevor, are you getting excited about Baby Knights too, or are you uh, immune to that? I never really cared. Okay, I, mean, <laughs> so I, I think the yeah, I mean the box is, is nice because of the yeah. deal that you get for it. Sure. Um, and you were doing Necron or thinking about it, weren't you? Yeah, okay. yeah, I am thinking about doing Necron. In that sense, I mean the box looks way uneven. Oh, like yeah. I mean, with the two Baby Knights on this side, and all you get is some like little cryptic <laughs> wraiths, and it's just like, uh-huh. yeah, that's that's not really going to do much against those Baby Knights. Okay. Um, <laughs> See, now, I, knowing <laughs> what I know about the Necrons game. and stuff, she just wants to play. <laughs> she's, she's like, I'm chewing your hand. Um, knowing what I know about Necrons, the um, the Canoptic wraiths and they come with it, and the Lich Guard. Um, Will, will be very, very good oh, yeah. against the baby knights. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm just they're uh, not. It's visually, 
it looks unbalanced. Oh yeah, no, it's um, totally unbalanced. But when you actually break it down into different components, like the Lich Guard or even the um, uh, the Necrons with the big guns. Oh, the Immortals. Yeah, the Immortals. Yeah. I mean, they can throw down some firepower. That, that with can, the butt cables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll well, kill a knight. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I think like maybe the knights are centerpieces because like, like oop, a Mechanicum, like you get like Sigatari two knights, then you get like the HQ. But I think with the the, uh, the Necron, you probably do get it, but it's like not as showy. You know, it's yeah. like because I think you get the Immortals, you get the Pariahs or whatever the hell they're called, the Lich Guard, Lich Guard. Yep. Uh, then like the Wraith, and then the new HQ. So the new Cryptic. I wouldn't be surprised if like it kind of comes out yeah it, it, i don't know maybe it is uneven no 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 no. i mean basically <laughs> yeah. when it comes down to it it's completely even just looking at it oh. visually <laughs> yeah it doesn't look even because you get two baby knight titans over here <laughs> 10 man squad and a magos and then you get um okay uh-huh. well they're necrons okay i see what that, that's it yeah but but the necron codex is out and it is yeah you know, where, where's the necron knight right yeah <laughs> it's the dude surfing yeah <laughs> surfing on the back With the butt cables yeah <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that thing is uh, it's crazy looking. I mean, and people mm-hmm. went nuts for it. My first thought was, eh, it was looks it, okay, I guess. Was that a Tom Walton creation? Do you know, uh, he did the night before, right? <clears throat> the uh, the re- he well, he did the Redemptor, right? Oh, I thought he did the other night, the Baby Night. No, the regular night. Oh yeah, no, he did do the regular. Night. Okay. Yeah. So you don't uh, know he, if he did the baby night. I don't know if he did the baby night or not. Because I actually like I tagged him on one of the pictures and like, oh, is this one of yours? And he didn't respond. So he's, kinda... he's on a Twitter hiatus. So. Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. He tells you these things. Like, hey, Dave, I'm going to be out for a bit. Not Can me. you handle this? <laughs> no, he did. He just told people that I know. Oh. <laughs> people that I follow. Oh, okay. I was, they were they were like, oh, we're going to miss you and your yeah. sexy calves because cool. apparently he's got really shapely calves. Really, apparently. I've only seen his hair. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's why his that's why his, his legs his uh, robot legs look so well defined. All the time. <laughs> like, I modeled him after my own. <laughs> he's just gonna stand here, sketch yeah. me. So any modeling progress or just on the building of the night? Um, okay, and then you know obviously I I painted up an ultramarine. Mm. Kind of need to base it still. Yeah, uh, but I'll work on that for another video. Cool. So yeah. Trevor, what have you been working on? I know you're currently working on something, as we say. Yeah, uh, yeah, working on the Borka bus from Privateer Press. Um, getting ready for Gen Con. Um, When's that? Uh, first weekend, first Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Sunday in August. Oh wow! So like the second through okay. the fifth yeah. of August. Well, um, and so, and so you do. Hold on, hold on. You have a booth there, right? Is there? <laughs> when you say you're getting ready, I mean, are you so you're not waiting for like the week before to paint an army. No, no, screw that. Nice. He's doing crunches yeah. and trying to work on his. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't play in any of the tournaments or anything like that. Um, when I mean getting ready, I mean getting models prepped for Privateer Press Grandmaster. Mm. Um, they have their own MHE. It's it's kind of like Crystal what does that Brush. Do? Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, it's miniature hobby events. Uh-huh. Um, they have their own little display case and and awards of their own. Mm. Um, Ninja Division, who puts out uh, Super Dungeon Explorer, they just released... I missed them this year. They're, they weren't there? No, they weren't at Depticon. They weren't there at all. Um, they have their own uh, competition as well that they just did last year, which is uh, Golden Cobalt. Oh, okay. It's, it doesn't matter what manufacturer the little chibi comes from, it can go in there. Cool. So, picking hmm. out models about which one's going to go where, and so, yeah. That's Picked right. up the Borka Bust. I'm going to do the Borka Bust. Um... I have a bloody Barnabas that's way too old that needs to be finished. Um, so I've been painting on that and then uh, putting together a, a Scorn warband. 
Oh, wow. so you're going to play, actually? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Purely for... <laughs> no, he just said he, said he didn't play. Purely, <laughs> purely for entering it into the competition. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So you were uh, took part in the Crystal Brush this year, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so I said it was like a frog guy, I want to say. He was looked like he had like a little summoning pool or yep. something like that going a little on. little toad guy. I was going to ask yeah. if you finished him because he was, you were supposed to finish him for Adepticon last year. Yes. Yeah, he was supposed to be finished last so year. So why didn't you finish it for last year? Uh, why didn't you have it ready? Why? Went, why? Why? Went to Ireland. <laughs> went to Ireland, Scotland, and England okay. the week before and got massively sick. Oh, that's right. I remember that. We landed. Went to Adepticon, picked up our badges and swag bags, <laughs> took our class, yeah. and then decided to go to the ER. And we found out that we both had sinus infections. She, Charity, had uh, two eye infections. I had two ear infections. Um, massive chest <clears throat> infection. But we had our priority state. We went and got our swag bag, and we took a class that we neither one of us could so, either hear nor see. So, so all your canals were leaking. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> last year was bad. So this is a much improved uh, Adepticon over yeah, last year. But you were still sick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think it's meant to be. I, <laughs> like, well, about. I mean, th- this year I wasn't sick. I only got sick until I got back. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, yeah, I've been working on, I got the little baby night, got that all finished up. I got yeah, a video awesome. out the door. Um, yeah. Oh, what else are we working on? Uh, I've been trying to get, I was trying to get like all my orcs ready for Adepticon and it didn't get too far, but when I got down there, uh, and I was playing in the second edition, the old hammer tournament, uh, thankfully, you know, I, I tried to get like three colors in a base <laughs> at that point, like, all right, fuck bare minimum. And then there's like all these like silver and uh, gray models in there, and they're like, "Oh no, it's totally cool. You don't have to have anything painted." Like, oh, oh wow, that's what I get for not reading the <laughs> oh. instructions. <laughs> yeah, because you won the uh, you won best painted in that. Didn't oh you? yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> I, gotta, I was going to show you that medal. It's it's kind of hilarious. Um, but I, I think like how I won it was better than like having won it. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah. So there's like six people in this tournament. Um, you know, it's all this second. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so it's really small pool as it is, and then I think like, um, and all it was was soft scores. They had like best sportsman, and they had like best painted army. Uh, the guy who won <laughs> sportsman, they were like, they gave it to him first, and then they're like, all right, so now only five people can take part. So you can only vote on the five people who didn't win best sportsman, and then it came down to a three way tie. <laughs> <laughs> so we had we diced off for it. Oh wow. man! <laughs> so <it was> like, <laughs> well, you know, if that's the best way, it's uh, fairest way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love like once again, like there was a guy that had like silver and gray models. You know, <laughs> like so it, the, the bar was pretty low. Was but. he playing second edition Necrons? <laughs> no, <laughs> which would have been appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, it was Rainbow Warriors, ironically. <laughs> Ooh, so it was so it. Uh, the, pr- the prism marines that were not very prismy. <laughs> so yeah, that was really exciting. So should we just jump into Adepticon? Go ahead. I'm I'm just I want to get caught up. I was following your diaries along, yeah. and, then, and then you just stopped. Oh gosh. So I started doing. We, we were doing diaries, and we got three of them in there. Of course, like the first one was a swag bag because everybody wants to know what's in the swag oh, yeah. bag. Yeah. Um, it's like why we go to Adepticon, right? Now. <laughs> and uh, so I, I think like I get the third one done. Peter hates them. Like he's just like ah, oh, stupid, like uh, uh, videos. <laughs> And uh, um, and I think we I do the fourth one, but it's all fucked up. It's late at night. We're like we're pretty toasty. And then uh, I get it all set up. He's like c- kind of complaining about it, and we 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 film it. And then I was like, all right, cool. I got to upload this to my iPad and edit it. I was like, where's the file? Where's the file? <laughs> where's the file? I forgot to turn my camera from camera mode to uh, video mode, so I took a picture of us instead oh, of shit. actually oh, taking God. a video. 
<laughs> like, well, shit. <laughs> and then the next day, I was like, I don't have it in me. Like, I was going to set it up on the dashboard, like, have us, like, on our way there to the airport. <laughs> so, yeah, they just kind of ended abruptly, which was, like, the previous year. <laughs> it's hard to keep the momentum. <laughs> yeah. Just find us. We'll do it with you. Yeah, that, I, I think I'll do that next time. Nice. You can be, like, hacking and wheezing. Ah, I just got back from I told you, I wasn't sick at Adepticon this year. <laughs> So, I mean, we Sick didn't get after. back to the hotel room until 3, 4 a.m., though. Oh, okay. You know, after cleaning up all the, the hobby events and classrooms and stuff. Oh, wow. So, Did yeah. you, you didn't teach, right? You just attended classes this year? Um, I attended, and I also helped set them up mm. for a couple mm. of the teachers and stuff. Um, but little Fort Wapple there, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Fort Wapple? Yeah. The little, the little hobby seminar that where all the classes, those four main classrooms are. Okay. Um, that little whole table event is is what they call Fort Wapple. Oh wow! And that's because Wapple just sits down there, sets up, and he now, just goes to town. Now Wapple okay. being, of course, James Wapple, James Wapple, and the, Kathy Wapple. Yeah, the 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 famous miniatures painters. Mm -hmm. So one of the neat phenomenon I think at Adepticon is like, I mean, you have you know your tournaments, you have like the vendor hall, and then you have like all the classes, and there's like. What five classrooms? I think like four uh, this plus another year they one. had six, four six. down by Fort Wapple, okay. and then two above Vendor Hall. Oh, and the two above Vendor really? Hall were yeah, those it... were the airbrushing classrooms. Oh, okay, so then there must have been seven because I think uh, uh, Duncan has his own. He had his own this year, yeah. Um, so so yeah, you have those in their own little uh, their little presentation rooms. Um, it probably sits like what like fifteen people or something like that, roughly per. Some of those classrooms had twenty people in them. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And then, like, in the corral, uh, underneath the escalators, there's, like, probably three or four folding tables where it's just artists, right? And, like, ot lamps and... Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, like, a paint rack. That's Fort Wapple, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Reaper sets up a paint rack that anybody can go and take their paints and put them back and stuff like that. Um, but nobody's really counting. So, oh, I mean, okay. Uh, lots of paints just walked off. I mean, oh, it does yeah. every year, and they, they expect that. But, yeah, you can go down there, and there's people... I mean, all hours and night. Like I said, mm -hmm. we were there sometimes 3, 4 a.m. cleaning up, and people are still sitting there painting armies to get ready for the next day. Oh, wow. Or finishing their entries. I mean, a lot of the artists were sitting there finishing their entries before they entered them in. So I think it's, I had a class with... to me. I mean, it, yeah. it seems like, it, especially like entries, like I know that people, some people just wait to the last minute to get armies painted before <clears throat> they win, you know, best painted. But, <laughs> you know, like people that were entering in the, in the, the crystal brush, which is the for anybody listening who doesn't know is, is the uh, Adepticon and a lot of uh, other places version of kind of like the Golden Demon for mm -hmm. GW. And probably more prestigious so, in a lot of ways, wouldn't you say? It, it actually is. But, but mo you know, more people, uh, more miniature pe uh, side people know about the Crystal Brush stuff. More GW hobbyists know about the Golden Demon, if that makes, oh, okay. if that makes sense. Only because there's a there's a ginormous cash prize that comes with Crystal Brush. What was it this year? Um, last year it, it was overall grand prize was ten thousand. Oh, okay. And then two thousand and one thousand for the oh, top I've been three overall. It was twenty thousand. <laughs> um, this year they forty thousand. Yeah, this year they broke it up a little bit more. First prize was eight thousand, and then three thousand, and then two thousand. Oh, okay. So and still a significant amount of money just yeah. for painting a miniature. It, well, I mean. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 seriously. If you think about it, looking at some of the some of the stuff that um, that won, which by the way, I look, you know, I looked through a lot of the stuff and I kind of went, eh, I would have gone the other way, you know, like my personal choices for it. Uh, once it made it to web voting, yeah, was uh, <clears throat> stuff. Some, you know, I'm like, hmm. 
But you know that the amount of hours that they put into those, if you break it down, you know, like uh, they, I, I spent uh, 10,000 hours on this, an $8,000 prize is uh, not oh no it's, yeah. it's not, it's not, not worth their money yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what i mean it's like your dollar per hour <laughs> so it's like ridiculously you know the, the people that enter in the crystal brush aren't you know aren't doing it for, because they need the money they're they're doing it because they love doing that particular thing so well and a lot of them are i mean the, the gentleman that won this year i mean the apocalypse that was specifically sculpted by um i forget his name it was michael um, what was that? Was it the Four Horsemen? It was the Four Horsemen. Oh, okay. Yeah, the God, title of it is, is Apocalypse. It, okay. it, I, I missed like half the entries because I think they had the light turned off. So unfortunately, I didn't see yours. Well, I case, mean, but, Apocalypse. It was it's so was dark that you could glaze right over it in the cabinets. Mm-hmm. But once you saw it online, you could really start picking out those details yeah. of of the Red Horsemen, of the of the Famine Horsemen, of the Death, mm-hmm. and all those different things. So I mean, it it really really was impressive. But seeing it in the case you would have just yeah. completely passed right over it. I think that one, I actually like, I took a moment, like I really digested that one. That one. And then I think like the fish, uh, the, the flying fish with the family. Oh, Matt DiPietro's. Yes. Oh my God, yes. That was no, amazing. that it, did you actually look up underneath the canopy? No. If you actually look up underneath the canopy yeah. online, there's uh-huh. actually light shining through. Like the sun is beating down and wow. you can see the light coming through. Oh no! Yeah. I totally missed it because he had it on like the bottom shelf or something like that. So it was like it's because it's too big. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, it was giant, far too big. But I know that's it was amazing. He actually even um, he took out the eyes of the fish mm. and he put in actual taxidermied eyes with them all drilled out and everything with the oh. mirror lenses in the back. Oh. Um, it was absolutely a stunning, gorgeous piece. Uh. I mean, it it really did deserve something better than than a bronze. But that category was heavily contested this oh, year. Oh, okay. What was that category? Uh, that one was large scale. Okay, and it yeah. was that the same one as the uh, the four horsemen? No, that one was in uh, diorama. Oh, okay. Yeah, but again, both of those were heavily, heavily contested this year. There was another one I was really kind of impressed with, and it was like it wasn't very showy, but it was the uh, was the the octopus guy on the the dead whale. Oh, you mean Cthulhu? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was yes. like I think the way that he did the skin was just like phenomenal. Like, oh, it, like and the blood that was kind of like yeah. coming out of the the, the whale's mouth. The whale stuff. alone like, was just revenge, was what that one was called. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, the whale alone is just beautiful, and then you have Cthulhu <laughs> sitting on top of it, and and yeah. But I mean, I, everything that placed deserved to place. Mm. Absolutely. Did that one place? Yes. Oh, okay. That's, that took first. Yep, oh, that wow. Took first. Yeah. Okay. In its sorry, category. I'm, I'm actually looking at that. <laughs> yeah. <so> I, <laughs> cool. Um, so I think but, like that one was kind of like, you know, I kind of like think of it almost like Jimi Hendrix music. You know, like you can sit, like as somebody who doesn't play music, you can sit down and be like, oh, okay, that was a cool song. But if you're a musician, you're like, holy shit, he did that? Yeah. Like that was like, I think like as you're a painter, you're like, you appreciate the, yep. the skin tones and stuff like that even more. Huh? Well, and if you look at uh, sci-fi, the gold winning in sci-fi. I wanted to talk about Creative Journey still. Well, then talk about Creative Journey. Which one was that, the fish? Yeah, that was the the fish. When I first saw the fish one, I went, why isn't this first place? You know, like to me, it looked like the better piece uh, overall. And in fact, the the second place one, uh, Elan Princess of the Forest, was just felt wrong. uh, Which one was that one? um, It's a... It's the one where it's the. It's an elven archer. Archer of... with a snake coming out. Oh. Um. It had a whole bunch of tree, trees and yeah. sticks and leaves and stuff oh, like right. that coming around it. Okay. But, the, but the leaves just look like cut out pieces of paper. They didn't look finished, which is what. Yeah. What, and maybe it's because of the uh, the picture that's here. They're not. They're but... there's little um seed pods that you can go out and buy. 
Oh, um, is it the like the birch uh, yeah, seeds? Yeah, okay. they're the birch seeds that you right, can get. Right, right, right. But um, I mean, they don't look. They don't look natural. They don't. Right. That was the yeah. problem. I, I looked at that. I went, "This doesn't belong in second place." Yeah. The fish is personally those two <laughs> should have been a lot. flipped. Oh, well, okay. I, I think the I think um, <clears throat> the journey should have been number one. But again, yeah. that's just me looking at it. Yeah. You know, from personal perspective, apocalypse. Looking at the pictures, didn't do anything for me. The one that took grand, first place overall, I didn't like it as much as the ones the runner ups. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But you know, it I'm not a fan of truly grayscale stuff. And you know, I didn't see it live either. So, you know, I, I'm just seeing pictures. I'm seeing what they want me to see when they oh, show yeah. me the pictures. So I'm not being able to you, you know, it's well the one thing about crystal brushes consistency over all the different categories is non-existent. So what may have made first round cut in this category didn't make first round cut in another category. Huh. Um, like you were saying, the apocalypse. Apocalypse is beautiful. Absolutely just draw-dropping from the sculpt to the painting to yeah. everything about it. It is draw-dropping. Right. But you have to take in the atmosphere of what that model is, the dark tones of that model, mm-hmm. and everything else like that. Like you said, um, Journey is a beautiful, beautiful piece absolutely beautiful yeah the uh yeah and i think like one of those that's this probably another one of those like apocalypse might be one where it's like you have to if you've painted black or you've painted like you know the the, the muted tones like you could really appreciate it you and know, it's like and most of them aren't just pure black they're mm-hmm. red black green black oh white, yeah, yeah. Black. i mean it's they're, they're the different white. they're the different colors of the four horsemen so mm-hmm. oh thanks dave yeah, no, and I, I picked up on that i really did mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dave's letting the dog in right now, so thank you. <laughs> she might be in the back door or not. Oh, there's probably somebody like walking by. Uh, she, uh, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, name, name of the wind. Get in front of the microphone. Second. Uh, overall, I like better, but because which one was that? Uh, it's called Name of the Wind. It, it was a uh, kind of like a minstrel piece. It's a it's a bard and and a lover sitting in a windowsill. It was done by Sergio. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Beautifully, beautifully. Again model um but i I, uh, there's one aspect of it that really throws me off um and that's when you look behind the figure in the windowsill there's nothing but like a blank wall oh and so when i saw that it it truly threw everything else off about it for me um but over besides that i guess they could have just left it beautiful just take that blank wall off just completely remove it look through it yeah okay um Everything else about that model, beautiful. Love the colors, love the tones, and everything about it. This is the one where you're saying that like the leaves look like they're just flat pieces of paper, right? No, 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 no. no. That okay. was in large scale. Okay, because that one kind of looked like that was the case too, or it was just like multi. Although I don't know, part of me thinks like that's kind of what they were going for. Was that flat pieces? Of- no, because it- if you look at these leaves on this one, they yeah. actually have shading and color to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I gotcha. As as opposed to, um- but not texture, right? Were they? Um. Because it seemed like it was like the the whole piece was an exercise in gradients, so I could see where. No, yeah, uh, I, no. I mean, okay. like I, I could see texture on them. Okay, all right, but you know, I'm looking at it on a cell phone, so I didn't. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it is what it is, and, and you know, and it came down. I've, it came down to uh, voting after it made it. You know, once it made it to web voting, it was. Whoever likes it most on the internet. Does, so. does well, the web like really influence it that much? Well, it's 50-50. Oh, okay. So web accounts for 50% of the score and judges count for the other 50%. Okay. Um, and so <clears throat> why, yes, you could go and say like some of these, um, 
like Apocalypse. I mean, it had 9,877 views. Mm. If every single one of those equates to a vote yeah. of either 8, 9, or 10, or if they're all 10 and one person votes a 9, uh-huh. I mean, it, it drops that score down just a little bit. Uh. Um, so that's why you have the other 50% done just purely by judges. Okay. So, I mean, in, in that essence, it might also be a good idea not to get a ton of votes because any low score, I mean, if somebody votes you a five just because they really can't understand your piece, <laughs> it's really going to screw up your score. Yeah. I mean, it's going to significantly drop it. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, uh, I know a couple people that had entries that made it to the web voting that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I personally liked their pieces better. Yeah. Now, whether or not I liked their pieces better because of um, knowing them, or just because I just like the the composition of the piece or whatnot, you know. Well, and like I said, I mean the the consistency throughout the entire the entire judging is just off. Um, what goes through for voting in one aspect or on one model doesn't go through for voting for another model. Mm. Um, and they can allow as many models through as they want. Okay. I mean it's their system. It's their it's their contest. Do they cap it? No. Okay. They don't at all. Um, so Is like my piece. To enter? No. Okay. No, there's no price to enter. There's no nothing. Oh, I mean, cool. my piece. I mean, I, I, I'm very proud of it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it made it within 95 of of the vision that I saw for that particular model. Um, did it make it to web viewing? No. Um, <laughs> but some of the other things did. So right. Don't know why. Don't know. Don't know how. I'm not upset by, by it by any means. Um, I mean, I'm I'm definitely not going to stop trying. I'm going to go back and and bring another piece next year. So. Yeah, and and that makes perfect sense. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where you can just keep doing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I saw your piece from start to finish, basically. Mm-hmm. So I mean, well, and I you know I was I was debating about bringing it over, and actually, like I said, if you want to go to the sci-fi single that threw the never, um, that took gold, I actually own that piece now. You bought it. I bought it. You bought a couple pieces yeah. out of the cabinet, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, I buy pieces all the time to study from. So, oh, okay. Yeah. This one is of the, um, oh, what the hell is it? The Elder Triarch box, the female from that one. Oh, oh okay. And mm. she's coming through basically like a What's portal. Is that Yanid? Oh, the, yeah. Yanid coming through the portal. That yep. one's gorgeous. Yeah, I own it. Yeah. So whenever you guys come over to the house, you can sit there and study it and look at it. <laughs> cool. Oh, it's beautiful. So did you take classes while you were there? Yes. Um, I took a couple... Well, I, I just blatantly sat in on a couple of um, <laughs> CK classes. Oh, okay. Um, you took a, a lot of hype uh, nowadays, I see. They are. They're, they're getting a lot of hype and a lot of good responses for their classes. Um, and people are, are following in their footsteps, even. So, oh, okay. Um, but in teaching classes like good, that? In, in teaching weekend classes, um, like they do. Like what, I mean, a while back, I was trying to bring them up here to teach a, a 101 or a 102 airbrushing class. And, um, you know, both Ted and I wanted to go to that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's really hard to get people to commit to, a, you know, a $250 class, even though the class will be worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it it's very hard to get them, com- uh, especially since the classes uh, that you were you wanted them to come up for was painting a dreadnought, which, you know, it's one of those things that hold on, if I'm going to pay two hundred fifty dollars to <clears throat> to learn how to paint something, I want to paint something that I'm going to use. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that was 
kind of part of what the problem was for some people. Yeah. Well, Other and I money. understand that, but then I mean, when you look at all the questions that have been asked since that time, if people just would have gone ahead and and said, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and do this class, all those questions would have been answered. Well, so, Every single question. What so you, and, and I think about it, like, if you take classes, like, you don't paint what you want to, like, what you use in your army. Like, I haven't yet. I don't, I, yeah, I can't think of, like, a time where I've, like, painted something and it's, like, walked away and, like, oh, dude, I'm going to stick this in my army. You know, it's, like, a Skaven for something. Yep. It's, like, you know, like a dwarf. It's, you know, like a, a rhino door. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't want to put it on my rhino. You know, like, I'd want to, like, put my rhino together and then paint it appropriately for my scheme. So I think, like, that's probably important to think about is, like, this isn't a model for your army. This is a model to learn off of. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to take these skills and you're going to apply it to your army. Yep. So. Right, but when you're going to those classes in the lower mm-hmm. 48 and attending that stuff like that, you're already making the trip down there. You're making to the special up to learn. When you, you know, the peop- the most of us that are up here yeah. don't really get to go to, I yeah. mean, like, how many people went to Adepticon from Alaska this year that, ta- <laughs> you know, that talked about six? it? <laughs> I think I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think six right. people I total. mean, it's not... Well, you, you you take the class up here and you save like a thousand bucks. Well, I mean, yeah, but but that's not that's not how everybody sees it. But sure. I mean, when you think about it, when you go to Adepticon, you're paying for the Adepticon ticket, the flight, the hotel, everything else like that, and then you're only getting. I mean, this year they had three different class formats: a one and a half oh. hour, a three and a half hour, okay. and then a five and a half hour. I was really bummed about that because, like, at least last year it was the two hour increments. Two hours was was the increments. Yeah. Um, for for the airbrushing class. No, just for all everything. classes in general. Yeah, all classes last year were two hours. Five hour class. And, and some what were it? more, but it was like a minimum two versus what? like an hour and a half. Like, I think that was. I actually want to like talk to them about that. Like, hey guys, move it back to two hours because like by the time they sit down and explain it and like give you like their credentials, you're you know that's like well, half an hour. But know? I mean, at the same time, I think an hour and a half class is perfect for like Duncan teaching oh, power swords, yeah, or power sure. weapons. An hour and a half is probably absolutely perfect, and yeah. that's what most of his classes were. Were an hour and a half class. That's a good um, point. But for like the three and a half hours, it gives you time to sit there learn what they know Mm -hmm. and then sit there and apply what they just taught you. And if they need time to come around and and show you, well, you did this right. You did this bad. Try doing this. And it gives you time that three and a half hours is dang near about perfect. Okay. Um, The five and a half hour, that's a long, <laughs> long time to sit there and be teaching. A, a five and a half hour class would be the kind of thing that I'd want to take if I was doing airbrushing. Yeah. You know, because you have all that time in between where sometimes you need to clean the gun, mm-hmm. you know, like the brush and do everything else. Um, your your class with Duncan Ted, the, yeah. the one that you took, which was uh, camo, right? Yeah, yeah. An hour and a half, yeah. Did he come around and like talk to you about what you did wrong and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think like, other than what, just showing up, which which I'm sure he was like, well, oh my gosh, oh I could tell that you, was I could a tell monster. you, I could tell you already, Ted, that uh, model shit. The whole well, the oh first thing gosh. you did wrong was showing up. <laughs> I appreciate that he remembered who I was right off the bat. You know, he's like, oh right, Dude, I, I, and we have returners and pointed to me. <laughs> That's awesome. And then waved to security. <laughs> he had other uh, Games Workshop employees come in and sit on the show. If he touches me on the willy <laughs> <laughs> last year he tried twice <laughs> the um yeah i mean it's uh i i would love to go and you know duncan's style of painting isn't mine mm-hmm. in the sense that i mean when he when you he talks about his painting tutorial videos and what he's doing and whatnot yeah it's it's like mm, okay i guess you know it's not it's not the way i like to paint sure so for me when i'm watching like one of his tips 
I'm watching literally just for what colors he used. Uh, and, I, and then it's like, what colors do you use? What order? All right, thanks. Bye. Click. I'm done. <laughs> you know. But you'll find that with most painters and teachers and things like that. I mean, I've taken classes all over the world and from some of the most named painters in the world and in the name industry. Name dropper. Um, <laughs> he has I a name yet. Bragger. But they all, what they're teaching is they're teaching you their style of painting. Yeah. Um, and that's all it is. That's uh, that's all that anybody's doing is teaching you their style of painting. Right. Uh, and you can like take it or leave it. And mm-hmm. I think like I've definitely like taken classes where I'm like, okay, that was nice. However, not what I'm going to do. Yep. And then like you take ideas of that and adapt it and just like seeing alternate. Well, routes. It's, it's kind of like what, when we did our Yada Yada painting competition, oh, yeah. which wasn't really a competition <laughs> between anybody but you and me. Because uh-huh. um, I think John, you know, like whipped it out in 20 minutes or whatever he did. <laughs> the... Um, he, uh, we both took a completely different tact on painting them on, right. you know, um, from start to finish on it, uh-huh. and, and then we have two completely different looking. Did he but use same dry brush? Did he use dry brush or something? Didn't he? Or did he, he just like washed? Maybe that was it. No, no, he. So he so did. I, uh, I think there was three different. He he did Duncan's quarter step oh, for okay. white, uh-huh. which which is, um, Ultron gray oh, okay. slash uh, one of the fleshes, racked flesh, or one of the really light gray fleshes. Yeah. Um, on his quarter, and then dry brushed white over the top of that, mm. and then painted as red. How do you do white, Trevor? White's complicated, um, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Uh, that's still one that I actually haven't mastered yet, which okay. is why I have the Raven Guard. Oh. Um, I was gonna do. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. There's, so, I mean, if, there's only one bit of white on there. It's, yeah. a, it's a Raven. Um, it's well, fun. no, because I mean, I was gonna do the Sergeant's Helmet white and stuff like that, and, oh. but they're also almost entirely black uh, which is another one of really really hard to do well mm. um and so it's it's one of those things that if you're not good at flesh tones well then go pick a model that's entirely flesh tone yeah he has a loincloth <laughs> awesome everything else is flesh um you don't like metallics then go get a freaking iron hands or or something like that yeah um and so that's what the i, I don't know i've been for. told iron hands or you spray them uh <laughs> spray them uh, metallic Silver and then you know no oil, oil. no oil, oil like six yeah. six washes of no oh, oil you're right. done. Yeah, I think you're telling me that last night. Yeah, I was like, like that's a so lot we, of that's a lot of steps. Six layers of oil. Somebody was asking about uh, they were complaining that nobody ever just shows the finished model at the start of their tutorials oh. because if you show you know how how can I tell if I actually want to watch this watch you paint this if if it's just going to be the you um you showing me a space marine you know that's unpainted and like I'm going to paint today I'm going to paint. Bob the Space Marine chapter, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know that I want to learn how to paint that, so I don't watch the video. He's like, I don't watch the video. I was like, all right, the next video I do, it'll be just for you. Yeah, and I'll do, I'll do Iron Hands, and I will put the finished product right at the beginning, and then just don't show and it, and then like, show the video in no. reverse. Oh. <laughs> and and so, so he was like, I know how you to do that already. Paint spray off of silver, it. And, yeah. <laughs> you you just spray rattle can silver and null oil all over it. That's how you do Iron Hands. <laughs> Six <laughs> Easy. layers. Easy. I was like, well, that's like a two minute Iron Hands. I guess that's right. You know, <laughs> the drying so. time will kill you. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, so I'm working on Eisenhorn uh, as a commission, and, and I fucked up. Like when I was painting it, I was using like the the front cover box, and like as he's like walking, you see the underside of his like capes and everything. It's like, oh, cool, red. All right, I could do his like his overcoat red, and then like I, I you know I go in there, start doing the details, got the airbrush, like you know the fades just right, just where I want it. Like that's a nice that's a nice red. And, you know, started with like brown, and then like add a little bit of blues and purples, and eventually like red, light red, and then I turn the uh, box around, and I realize that the outside of his cloak is black. <laughs> 
Oh, no. <laughs> How do I do this? So I'm like slowly, like every hour, going back and putting like a null null layer over it, like darken it up. God, I hope this works. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It'll be a red base black. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's- <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, going back to the classes, I mean, I did take a, a, a skin tones with Sergio. Oh, okay. Um, I took a Nurgle effect with CK Studios. Oh, wow. Um, sat in on his black and white and also his, um, I believe it's just uh, airbrushing 101. So real quick, what, what was the, the Nurgle effect? Like, how, what was the secret sauce to that? Um, inks. Oh. Inks and alcohol. Okay. Was, is his personal well, you, secret. You have to get really drunk in order to paint. <laughs> Could it actually hurt? I mean, yes. <laughs> not again. Not truly. <laughs> um, but no, no. I mean, just alcohol spirits and stuff like that. Because um, the way that these Dalroni inks, because they're acrylic inks, mm. they interact with that stuff, and you can pull them, and you can remove them, and you can wash them, and, oh, and all okay. that type of neat, nifty stuff. Um, so that was actually a really, really neat class to take. Um, and then we did a. Uh, uh, creative boot camp with Matt Cheswick's and Ben Comments. Oh, what was um, that? It was a it was a three and a half hour I love class. Those guys. Um, and it's all about thinking outside the box. Okay. It's about when you think of an orc, uh-huh. what are the first couple things that come to your mind when you think of an orc? Okay. Oh, man. Um, Depends. So, <laughs> uh, mushroom penises. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> clan. Which clan is it going to be? Just okay. just, yeah. just orcs in general. No yeah, clan. Just, no nothing. No green, clan. Big no, teeth. Uh, green, yeah. green yeah. was one green. of the major ones. Big eyes, big ears, actually. Okay, big eyes? Oh, um, so it was, it was breaking big that ears, yeah. stereotype of what what you perceive as an orc. Okay, um, and so one of the nifty tricks that he had was, okay, well you have this orc in front of you, or you have this idea of an orc in front of you. Well, pick mm-hmm. up a nearby magazine, and one of them was a woodworking magazine that he stole from the hotel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and so it got from an orc to a uh, a wood carving orc carving a totem. What? Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't a green orc, it was, it was a blue orc. Blue. And so, so were they is this like a diorama that they No, were it, it was a it was a creative boot camp. It was breaking that box and that illusion of what you think a model should be. Okay. Um, and there's so much of that. I mean, when you but think how of did, GW and How did they do the wood carving aspect? Like, well, I think he's just saying, like, if you were to sculpt it yeah. to, to make oh, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This It's all theoretical. It was all... Um, oh, okay. Um, just talking. It was all mm-hmm. lecture style. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one and of those so talky classes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just <laughs> taking an idea, and if you get stuck on it, pick up something random or or do something like that, and think about where the story would go from there. Oh, okay. Um, it was a really really interesting class, honestly. Hmm. Um, it was nice to think outside the box for a lot of those things instead of just thinking of a green orb. So, what were some of the things that you walked away with? I mean, other than the process wise, like what were some of the ideas you like? Uh, Holy shit! I really need to do. Well, they did. Um, they did a, a gentleman sculpted a model for them, and they call it um, Running Leaf. Okay. And so they put that up on the board and said, "Okay, now everybody, this is the model that you do. Yeah. Think of what you can do for it." Okay. Um, there was twenty some odd people in the class, and everybody, every single person had a different thought process. Um, mine, when I looked at it, because it was still scr- sculpted in green stuff, is that mm-hmm. it looked like it was a wax golem or a wax elemental, mm. and so. What came down to it is uh, this little wax golem or elemental running out of a candle that's almost 
burned down oh, okay. um, to its very base. So she's trying to escape her fate or something oh, like that. Neat. So yeah, you have these strands of wax running from her as she's leaving the candle, as she's trying to escape the the flame, mm. and then you have her shadow laid out in front of you, uh, out in front of her and stuff. Um, oh wow! So that was a really, really it was a really nice class, honestly, okay. and I would suggest it to anybody that wants to. Um, if you want to get into crystal brush or, or competitive painting, mm-hmm. um, at least on that scale. Outside um, of a dice off on a yes. second edition tournament. <laughs> yes. Well, damn, I wish I would have played in that tournament. I have some second edition Tyranids that I painted when I was 13. I could have got, got fucking awesome painted. He wouldn't even have to dice off. He would have just won out. I just would have yeah. won. I mean, it would have been awesome. Uh, you got completed models, huh? I, I can remember when we were uh, playing against each other, it was, it was you and me. And one other guy, usually competing for top painting at, at all the tournaments that were happening. Yep. And I don't remember the guy, the other guy. I can picture him exactly, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember him at all. Um, but yeah, it, whatever his whatever his name was, I just I can't remember. Um, Steve, no, Tom, no, no. Jake. No, it was somebody. Deborah. That, it was somebody that hung out with Trevor all the oh, time. Okay. Actually. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um. Oh, I don't even remember. I think I know who you're talking about. Some there was dude. a lot of people back then. I mean, Rob Barnett, um, uh, Jeremy was another one that hang out, hung out, and, and did a lot of stuff. Anyway, sidetracked. So, so yeah. You know, it was one of those things that you know. That it, and at one point in time, you just exploded. You mm-hmm. were like, "All right, here's my army now." It's like oh, it was fun trying to win paint job <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I guess I'll have to win oh, best you, sportsman. You talking about Monty? Monty. Monty. Okay. Monty yes. was like the first guy that I ever saw doing uh, that wasn't like actually in a GW magazine. Yep. That was doing like freehand work on mm. his, oh, on God, his yeah. models. I have his uh, original Space Marine army actually. I don't know how I have it, but I do. It just <laughs> ended up in my hands. Uh, the uh Yeah, I know. When you find my second when you find my other army, let me know. It's someplace <laughs> in Savannah. Um but yeah, no, I know mean, classes overall. Yeah. I mean, they they always have fantastic classes. They always have fantastic artists teaching the classes. Um, so you felt that the hour and a half was okay, like that was... for certain classes, okay. yes. All right. Um, if you're taking an airbrush class and it says hour and a half, don't do it. <laughs> There's just not enough time to learn good airbrushing skills or techniques, or or even just good airbrush hygiene in oh. an hour and a half. <laughs> I think I was taking a creative basing uh, with Seth. With Seth, yeah. And that one was unfortunate for a few different reasons. Like, a, I think like he had UPS like all his supplies to him like next day or <laughs> yeah. whatever, or and they guaranteed it the day before. Yeah, well, he spent like two hundred some odd dollars on yeah, getting it the next day. It never showed because I think I like ran into you like the day before the class. Like, oh, I don't know who this guy is, but he looks really upset. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, and he all his stuff for his entry was in that box as well. Oh shit! Because he was working on uh, yeah the ad ad. I thought yep. that was his entry. Was that gonna be his entry? Yep. Or, Originally, okay. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Ad he ad. was still working on it. It looked really. Full, it was full, interesting. Full size ad ad or the no. new Star Wars Imperial uh, game thing no. system. It's ad they ad. don't have an ad ad for that yet, but it oh. was like a model. It was kind of interesting, like the way he was doing it. Like he was doing, it was like trudging through this uh, through the water, and there's like all these a backdrop full of uh, um, it was like these ma- mammoth trees, and it was. I think he had taken the branches and used them as the root systems. Yes. Um, well, and I mean, it appears that it's all resin. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's actually a plastic sheet that this thing's walking through and then plastic sides. Yeah. So when you look down into it, it looks like it's all colored resin. And it was but, green, like yep. it was a green sheet on top. So yep. it cast a green hue down below. But you could completely reach your hand in there and mm-hmm. there's nothing. 
I wish I'd seen that like finish because he brought it into the class and he was still working on it desperately. But, oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. it so was great. He was, uh, but I think like with that class, like the hour and a half, like we definitely could have used some more. And I think like, he was distracted with like having not had all his supplies there and everything. Yeah, he so had to take a hike that, that morning out. to go get supplies. <laughs> that's right, he did. <laughs> like, here's some shit that I pulled out of the shrubs yes. in front of the hotel. Oh, yes, man, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah. Um, but I think like some of the ideas like I, I walked away with were pretty cool. Like I think like using that because I usually use like uh, green stuff for bases when I want to create like earth and everything. But he had that like with the scale seventy five like texture, not paint, but it kind of is a paint with it has like granules yep. and stuff in it. And yeah. Can, and he was saying like to use like uh, use branch break up branch like tiny branches and stick it in the the paste before you smear it on so that you have like roots uh, kind of sticking up once in a while and. Yeah, so that was, it was neat. It was basically like creating Earth. Yep, <laughs> like it basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I use random stuff like that all the time. Mm. I mean, even I, I take my like uh, green tea or, or Irish breakfast and I oh, okay. let those dry, cut those up, and throw those in with some sand and, and earth and stuff like that. Yeah, um, just anything to give that actual texture besides just oh yeah sand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Earth is not just sand all over the place. No. So class-wise, um, yeah, I took a class from Adam from uh, Tabletop Minions. Um, oh, Uncle Adam. Or uh, Tabletop, yeah, it is Tabletop. Yeah, is that a, no. is it about Uncle Adam? I thought so. Uh, anyway, kind of a weird guy. Like, I don't, I don't typically like his videos normally. Like, he kind just kind of comes off. Kind of older kinda, beard glasses. Yeah, but he's a super cool guy. Like, he was really knowledgeable. Like, he was really, he was willing to just sit down and explain things to people in, like, ways that they could understand. I took the first of his, like, video uh classes and then uh peter who was there with um from ngc 40k like he took the second one which is more on like the so I, we ended up taking the technical one together uh which unfortunately as a photographer like I, it was mostly about how to work with a dslr like oh i do that professionally and, <laughs> and then like on the other side it was the how to promote yourself and everything and that one um i wish i had been there for but uh, peter said that it was really really informative um <laughs> I forgot what else there was. Yeah, there was the class of Duncan um, about the camo, and uh, that was. Fun. I think like by that point, like I had not been sleeping. Like my my Alaskan clock was still going, and so it was like three in the morning before I'd fall asleep because I was about oh, midnight yeah. back home. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then it's like waking up at seven or eight, uh, you know, so I can go to the you yep. know whatever it was that I was going to, which was about like four o'clock <laughs> back in Alaska, yep. like. Well, that's why I mean, we would go down and we'd clean up Fort Wapple and pick up all the trash and people drinking and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And, and sit down and talk to people that are still painting their armies and getting things done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same thing. <laughs> I mean, that, that three, four hour time difference is a killer. Oh, yeah. It really is. I think like the previous years I adapted to it faster, but this, like, I never did. Oh, well, you're getting older. The whole week. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just going to go back to it later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what was that? Uh, so the class of Duncan was by that point. I think that was like the the second to last day, and I was like completely out of it by that point. Like, oh, I think ah. he was too. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was trashed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like it was back to back classes, and was, uh, he had seventeen hour days. It was oh. crazy. I was asking him like how he fared. He was like held it up like a Starbucks double shot. <laughs> like, this is, you saw like the cans just laying there. Like holy shit, he was a little bit loopy throughout it, but <laughs> it was kind of fun because he was like just straight up with like a lot of it, and you know like people, you know everybody would ask questions. It, it, like with those sessions, like half of it is like 
learning the other half is like just hanging out with the famous people you know and and uh so you get to like ask insider questions and i think like one of them was like how come you don't uh enter anything into the uh crystal brush and and i love how like like straight up and honest he could be he's like i'm not as good as those people (laughs) like he's like i'm good but i'm not that good and like it would be really embarrassing if i put something in there because that would be like either either go one of two ways like i win and they figure they like people would get upset that they threw the competition my direction or I wouldn't win and people would get upset because I'm not the amazing like painter basically is what he was saying but GW's style is so different I mean they've created their style over over the years that they've done painting and stuff Mm -hmm. I mean Dallas Kemp from from Privateer Press enters he entered his Sorsha bust oh okay yeah the white one and I think it's it's you know, there's like the people who go to the crystal brush and like look at it from like an artistic perspective and like get that. You know, like I, I see his stuff and like it's solid. It does mm-hmm. what it needs to do. It's it illustrates like this is a model. This is what it looks like. And this is you know here's the edges of it and the details. But it's not you know it's it's not artsy. You yeah. know, like in the same ways. And uh, but then there's like but there's we're not the only people watching it. So yeah. I think like there's a lot of like gamers that'd be like, well, it's fucking Duncan Rhodes. Why? <laughs> you know, like yeah. And so they're coming up from a different perspective. So I could kind of see that. And, and I think they kind of like walk like a weird you know like path <laughs> where there's like multiple expectations that are in contradiction. Well, I, I think that uh, I think somebody actually asked him why he doesn't ever enter the Golden Demon, and it's, oh, okay. it's the same thing. It's, oh yeah. You know, he's like, oh, um, these guys are better than me. <laughs> you know, nobody likes to hear that from yeah. somebody that you know a lot of people view as like they're painting idol god oh, yeah know? like if you ask a, a, a true 40k player who james wapple is mm-hmm. they're not gonna know i know who oh, james yeah. wapple is because you linked me like a ton <laughs> of his stuff trevor you, you were uh-huh. like check this guy out i was like all right wow he's awesome yeah you know but i think like he would um during that question i think like he had also pointed out like at one point he accidentally won a painting competition like i guess there was like during like warhammer world or whatever like him and some a buddy like did a team uh team tournament for the hobbit and he was like yeah nobody paints stuff for the hobbit <laughs> so like if you show up with a painted army you're better than everybody else i mean he was pretty candid at this point you know he was like i don't even give a fuck but uh, yeah, he's like, so we showed up and I had a painted army and I won and everybody was pissed off. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, Duncan showed up. So yeah. So uh, yeah, anyway, it was, it was pretty hilarious. They had a couple little isms like that. There was some insider stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, Peaches or uh, um, Peachy. Yeah, yeah, he's just as crazy as uh, as he seems to be. <laughs> he, he, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to meeting Peachy. Yeah. And, oh, cool. Yeah. And Duncan and yeah, all the all of the team over there. So, oh, cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those painting is one of those things. Like when you went to your classes, like I'm sh- I'm sure the classes that you sat through, Trevor, were uh, very. Uh, you you didn't have any absolute beginners just taking the class because they knew who the painter was, you know. Um, but I would be willing to bet that in Duncan's class, it was you know, yeah, quite a few. Yeah, it's definitely a different demographic, but you know, learning how to paint. So, I, I mean, I think no, that comes down no to to the teachers as well. I mean, they need to specify this is an advanced class and stuff like that. Um, like in CK Studios, they'll let you know this is this is good for beginners or advanced um, people. And uh, and a lot of their airbrushings are. I mean, there's been first time airbrushers that have never picked up one, bought one on the spot, and they're painting mm. just as well as some of the people that have touched airbrushes for 10 years. 
So well, I mean, I mean it comes airbrush. down. <laughs> it's an airbrush. Anybody can airbrush. It's super easy. <laughs> yeah, it does it for you. Yeah, it does all the hard work for you. As long as you, as long as you get the paint thin enough, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it replaced my stool with an airbrush holder, so that like while I'm in in bed, like it'll just like paint your, my army your, for your me. Your poop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I think I did the. Uh, I ended up I think this year doing like four tournaments, four events uh, instead oh, wow. of the normal two. And I think like that's the thing. Like we we're kind of talking about it before the podcast. Is like I think like at Adepticon, there's like so much going on. Like I wish I had like toned it back. Like oh, typically, a ton like, going on. Yeah, I typically I give myself time to like walk around and like just take pictures and stuff. But this year it was like boom, 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 boom. And uh, um, but yeah, I think it, normally I do the patrol and then Titanicus. This time it was like helping run Titanicus again, uh, patrol. Uh, Car Wars, which is a blast, and then uh, oh the, uh, the the second edition tournament. Have you ever played Car Wars? Do you remember that back in the eighties or whenever they did that? I remember it. I think it was I, I never Jackson, played wasn't it. it? Yeah. But I mean, it's like they're no. it's like they're Dracula. I mean, <laughs> I never played that one either. But but you remember it? it I remember it. it, and apparently they're going to release it again. Oh wow! Yeah. But it was kind of neat. Like they had um, this. You saw the uh, the um, oh was it the uh, the APOC table on the back right like that mass it was probably like a dozen you know four by six tables warlord titans yeah, yeah. uh imperial class titan at one point <laughs> like they had one of those um but it's massive i was just like looking there and i like i ran out of uh fingers to count on but like the amount of um like a uh a realm of battle boards that they had there it must have been like in the ten thousand dollars worth of <laughs> battle boards you know just like really? ridiculous for, for just amounts. the uh, for the epoch it was the all APOC. yeah they, they had like both of them like the uh sector uh whatever you call it and then like the regular uh realm of battle but hills yeah <laughs> and then of course i had like buildings and everything on it and um and uh yeah so it was kind of fun like they, they gave us teams and there's probably like a dozen teams and um so you had like your buddy and then you like ran around and you try to you're basically just trying to like kill people and not die and uh, you have these cards, and so like you have like five cards, and then somebody um, you attack them during your turn. You ha- you can do uh, two actions, and you can either like sh- attack or you can move. And you move like eighteen inches. You could fire eighteen inches. So it was really standard. And then you you play a card. You're like, all right, I'm gonna attack this guy. They're within six, uh, 18 inches. I'm gonna play you know flamethrower on your left for six damage, and then they can pull an armor card out or just eat it. And you know you only have like five uh, damage before you die, and uh, per side. And uh, thankfully, it was on dry erase board or like a uh, paper. <laughs> so you're like, Eek. okay, I'm dead. Move over here, and then you respawn. There's like six respawn points. You roll a dice and you move somewhere else. And um, yeah, so I, like we're going through. It's like a few hours long, and you know Adon from Independent Characters. No, I, so yeah, me and Don, we go way back. You know, so, like I ended up getting paired with him, and it was kind of fun. Like he kept like mm-hmm. a, 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 uh, there was like this um, like this icon. It was like this uh, Slanishi icon. It was like this big penis with like the uh, the Slanish symbol on the top. Did you see that? <laughs> was it a really yeah. was it was it a really pretty penis? Oh, uh, it, I would say it's not quite perfect, but no, maybe it's, it's not, inspiring. It's not Slanish. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a cultist version. Is it isn't it an envious penis? <laughs> it had more pride, veins than I did. Very prideful. <laughs> it was very vain. It was so so he was like oh you know we did a uh, we did a Slanish uh, um, uh, podcast like a little while like recently like oh okay so I just kind of panned it off and but he kept what, like that's what he said he kept, well yeah he kept like we did a Slanish podcast recently did and, you go yeah we did too before no, yours well I, so. I, I panned it I panned it at first for the first like two times he said that I was like Oh, right on. Okay, so anyway, here's a flamethrower. <laughs> like, and then after what, like the third time he says it, because like, I, like I kept dying, and then I'd go somewhere else, and then he would die, and then like be paired up next to me, <laughs> and it kept like going, like he followed each other for a while, 
and uh so I think like for like half the t- the game, like you know, it was like the two of us, and of course like all these other people. But and I think towards the end, I was like, yeah, we did that one too. <laughs> he's like, what? What? It's like, yeah, on our podcast, <laughs> we did it like a month ago. Was, was he like, you're on a podcast? Well, I kept like trying to fuck with him. I was like, not trying to identify that I knew who he was. Like I'd play it down. Like, oh, what are podcasts? And but then I'd like throw out like hyper contextual statements about like his Ultramarines army that he had, <laughs> like or the other chapter that he was working on. And uh, so, it'd, like, kind of, he, he just kind of like look confused a little bit, and then move on. And but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, like I, I think if because I'm not really familiar with independent characters, I mm. I pretty much only listened to Mob Rules before you um, asked me to join. <laughs> um, we took away all your other podcasts. You cannot uh, have any other podcasts. No, I, I didn't really listen to any others. I, none of them really resonated with me. Oh, okay. like, I, like I, I really tried to listen to Peter's mm. because yeah. it's, it's all narrative stuff, supposedly. Yeah. But apparently, the couple episodes I listened to was just oh. him and a buddy drinking, and I oh. was like, "Well, <laughs> there's that too. This is <laughs> this is interesting." Yeah. <laughs> I came from Frozen Heresy and left at. But I mean, I, I like Peter. Peter, yeah. you know everything I know about Peter. Great guy, yeah. but. Yeah. The podcast didn't do it for me. Oh, okay. Uh, Mob Rules always did it for me just because. It, well, Dave, you it, could it stay. Wasn't you. It's okay, man. You could it stay. wasn't you. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying. It wasn't you. It was Phil. He left. I was <laughs> like, oh, well, this thing's Somebody... over. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll listen as long as right. I'm on it. Right. Um, but um, yeah, so towards the end, like, we, we get we wrap up this tournament, and uh, um, I think, like, people are like, man, how many times did you die? And, like, somebody's like, oh, I died seven times. And, you know, they were, they were sad. They're like, oh, I died seven times. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. And I'm like, looking at my sheet and like, oh, okay. Well, I just died. Okay, now I'm at eight. <laughs> a moment later, I'm at nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> like after a while, they're like, "All right." So you know, they started handing out trophies and like you know an award to this guy who got the best like KD ratio. I think like the guy who won it got like four kills and one death. You know, like he'd only died once. And uh, so they go, "Oh, here you go, first place." And then I think somebody else got a second place because they had like was it uh, uh, five two or something like that. So the KD ratio was not quite as good. And and then I think yeah, they came down to finally like, "All right," and the ultimate victim who died the most like thirteen. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's right here. They just they just get blown away. They're like, "What? Yeah. That's not How? even possible." <laughs> the game wasn't long enough for him to have died thirteen times. Dude, like half of them were like I the drew last off, turn. I drove off the board twice accidentally. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I shot myself because nobody else was <laughs> just around. Suicide. Yeah. Nobody. T- so you guys can't. Nobody else blew themselves up with their own guns. <laughs> what, what are you what? supposed to do? You're trying to kill yourself. I was right? aiming for this award. <laughs> the dog. Oh my gosh! Uh, so yeah, so it was a blast. Like that was a lot of fun. I, and I think like this is kind of like the you know I love going down for like those one-off weird games, and uh, but you know each time I play one and like I just want to do it again the next time. And now it's like crap. Now there's like four different games. Well, that, play. that's how you ended up playing in a Titanicus the first time, right? Or did you go down specifically uh, for Titanicus? I specifically went to Titanicus. Like I was really excited about that, and I've been like watching it for a while. I think like Dave Taylor had mentioned it like in one of his blogs at one point. I'm like holy crap, this looks amazing, and so I got involved with that, um, and that was actually really cool. Like uh, the game that we ran, um, so yeah, they, for each each time you you play in a game, like you get a little banner for your titan. So now I have like four banners, like one for yeah, like I've played four games, so, I so got, you like, can four banners ad- you can adorn cool. his cockplate really. You yeah, know, it's <laughs> and each one it's like, and each one's different. So like there's last year I was in two events, and like even though you know it has like the year on it, the, each like banner was like for each event was different, so they they were tailored. Um, and it's like little fabric with like chain and like a little pose. Anyway, they're pretty sweet. 
Um, so uh, anyway, so we're playing in that. And uh, um, towards the end, you know, I was talking to this guy. Like, there's one guy. He reminds me so much of my buddy Nick, uh, orc player. Like, he was he made like a warhound. I'd seen this on uh, like on the Warhammer 40k, you know, like uh, Alexander Goods um, mm-hmm. Facebook page right. or group. And uh, like he had made like a war warhound with a, a, a for orcs. It's it, it's pretty amazing. Um, and he's been working on it for a little bit, I think. But so we got kind of paired up together for the most part. And. Uh, and then, like towards the end, you know, I'm like talking a little bit, like, yeah, man, if you get a chance, check out our uh, podcast, Mob Rules. And I hand him a sticker. He's like, holy shit, I love your guys' podcast. He's like, oh. and, he, and uh, he got like really excited. And, uh, you know, he had me like sign the sticker for him and everything. So I thought that <laughs> nice. was really awesome. Yeah. Like, uh. I tried telling you you were moderately famous. <laughs> well, I got like a couple of people at least. <laughs> but it was really cool. So that's that's why we do these things. Um, oh, and speaking of those one-off games, back in like '98, Games Day, they had a, a little board set up. It was called Squig Racing. Oh, and it was really? Squig Hoppers, and there was six lanes. Uh-huh. And back then, the Squig Hoppers, I mean, they deviated randomly, oh, yeah. dice and stuff <laughs> like that. And that's all it was. It was you were racing Squig Hoppers, and you can oh, go and cool. you could attack other people, or you could bounce off of them and do damage, and just keep on bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Oh, neat! So it was just a little stupid one-off game that I mean. They eventually, I think that year I actually stole the rules. <laughs> they had like a little sheet of rules, Good and I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to take this now because so, I like this game. So. Do you still have it? I do, actually. Oh, yeah. cool. You got to play that. But I think, like, I mean, you go to these events. Like, I love, I, I mentioned this last time, but like, I mean, you can play a tournament anytime, like back mm-hmm. home. And granted, you're not going to be playing with like, you know, the nation's best or the world's best, but yeah, it's like the, the opportunity Speak to for play yourself. Like... This, is a, this is Anchorage, home of the world's best. <laughs> That's right. And Alaska. Let's just say Alaska. I don't want to say Anchorage and exclude Fairbanks. <laughs> right. No. So. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool. So what else? What else was Adepticon? So you did, uh, you did your, um, how did you actually do in the second edition tournament? Oh, okay. I don't know. We played like two games, and I think like the second. Oh my god! So you, you actually played second edition, right? I think mm-hmm. both of you did. Um, so I, I think the the first game was kind of like they kind of paired us up because they only had two tables and six people. Um, so I ended up getting paired with somebody at first, and there was like people who actually knew what they were doing on the other table. <laughs> then, oh no! <laughs> and then they like and then they swapped it out, and we did okay. I, I don't think we actually finished that game, but I think we won maybe. Um, yeah, no, we did win. That's right. Uh, and I, I think, like, for that, like, I ended up just, like, taking stuff that, like, had charts. Because, like, nowadays you don't have charts. <laughs> like, I want as many things with charts as possible. So, like, with the pulsar rocket, the shock attack gun, uh, uh, give me a freaking uh, um, uh, a warpad. <laughs> like, all this stuff. You're like, I need charts. Uh, so we just had, like, a lot of fun with that. And, uh, oh, God, was it Storm Boys with, like, the way they deviate? And, like, every time they, they fall, like, each one of the guys deviates, not just, like, the unit. Uh, so I had like this scattering of like orcs everywhere. It was like a shotgun every time they, they jumped. Thankfully they died fast. So I didn't have to do that over and over. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. I kind of feel bad. There was like one guy that was playing like death guard and he was like slowly moving across the table. So he didn't really get to be, take part in the game. <laughs> and then I think like I dropped a pulse rocket like right in front of him. So he couldn't go any further <laughs> one turn. <laughs> but yeah, it, that was, that was a blast. But I think like the second game, like we just barely started. And uh, do you remember, um, uh, so you had strategy cards, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like one strategy card that I think they actually pulled out, like in a white dwarf, they're like, take this card and rip it up. And that was the uh, the virus outbreak. Do you remember the virus outbreak? 
It was, I, I don't vaguely remember that happening. Because you probably had friends that were good people, and they tore up the card. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, so the people, like the guys across from us, they got that one, and like um, they they put the there's a chip that you put down anywhere, and you roll a dice, and ha- that's how many inches like the initial virus goes. Um, and you know they don't scatter this or anything; it's just wherever they want it. We're playing orcs, and I'm tie- or allied with Eldar, and he was playing like a lot of Eldar, so it was like the big mo- like mob. Um, before the game starts, he puts it down, rolls like a two, I think. So it's like everybody within uh, like a two inch radius uh, gets hit. And on a three plus, the guy dies, whoever it is. So like I lost my weird boy, like lost a bunch of boys. And then after that happens, for every guy who dies, you roll a D6. That's how many inches it goes and it spreads again. And it does it again and again and again and again until nobody dies. <laughs> so, oh, damn. And like after the third round, like the third round of that, the guys were like, dude, I feel really bad about this. <laughs> like, I, I, We're going to stop right here. And so we lost 20 guys. <laughs> Which, you know, like that was half of my army because <laughs> like, yeah. I had 40 guys <laughs> like oh my god but it was like you know it was still fun like you know it, we got to shoot a shock attack gun at a chimera and make it veer off course and like you did uh run into another chimera and like it's just shenanigans so it's like that that's what we we're living for so that was a blast yeah yeah and then ended up uh playing patrol and uh that one was crazy because like so that one was like 450 points. What was uh, your list? It was the Iron Hands. Uh, I think like we discussed like we, what we're we going to take. We had theory crafted like four <laughs> different lists for you. So <laughs> take we this. Still I don't, don't have know. those models. Take this. I don't have those models. Take this. I, oh, it's going to be a while to make those models. Yeah, see, well, I was like, okay, so this is what I know he has. So <laughs> yeah. I can, I'll give him this and this and this and this. Yeah. And you were like, okay, should I build and paint this really fast? I was like, no. <laughs> you <laughs> got orcs to paint. Just tell me what you have done already. So I took the uh, librarian on a, on a bike. Okay. So this is kind of, okay, I'll, I'll get to that later. But So I took like a librarian on a bike. Um, this is Iron Hands. Uh, three aggressors. Three yeah, aggressors. Three aggressors with the boom booms. Um, and then the, uh, I think it was a five-man tactical squad and a dreadnought with multi-melta and fist and uh, okay. uh, pew-pews. Um, and I won two of the games. I tied one of the games and lost uh, one game. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, they're slow moving. I think that was kind of it. It was like, I think the one that I lost was against Eldar and I got mopped. <laughs> he just mopped me. Oh, dark reapers. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it was a blast. I actually like the very end. I, I think I can't remember if I told you or not. Um, the last game that I was playing, um, yeah, I was like looking at the list cause we're they're using the best coast pairings. I'm like, huh, I guess I'm playing against another guy named Ted. Oh, interesting. And, uh, so I go and ask the guy, he's like, yeah, you're playing against. Ted, I didn't make that up. I didn't do that on purpose. That's the way it is. I don't know what happened. I guess you guys are going to have a Ted off. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we go and uh, we're playing. Like he's, this is the last day of the, the con. So we're both kind of like, uh, yeah, whatever, man. Um, and I think, yeah, he's like, uh, he was in the the band, like the heavy metal band, the Goff Rockers. Oh, so you probably yeah. saw that, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They like they dress up as orcs and they have like a heavy metal thing and yep. like everything is orc related like all their songs are orc related. Well, and the drums, I mean, they have goth logos all over it, Gork and Mork all over it, and yeah, they just sit down right in the hall and just start playing. Super dedicated. Yeah. I miss their songs though. Oh, like every you? time I went by, like they were like getting ready for it or whatever, and like, oh crap, I gotta go. Um, but I got like he, did, he at the end of the game, he was like, all right, man, here's a um, yeah, he gave me a single. And it's it's a uh, it's vinyl and it's like in the shape of a cog, <laughs> so like nice. die cut. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. He's like, you got a record player? I was like, no. 
get one. Here you go. <laughs> Crap. Okay. But yeah, I think, and I, I gave him like a mob rules sticker. He's like, huh, mob rules. Dig off rockers. Mob rules. Dig off rockers. Mob rules. Dig off rockers. Okay, fine. We'll interview you. He's like, I wasn't saying that. I was just putting two and two together. You know, do it as you will. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's right. We were we were going to talk about actually interviewing them on the, this episode. Yeah. I'm glad to see that that turned out really point. well. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that'd be kind of neat. Like that that was it was kind of fun. Like you know he'd been in a band uh, this band for a while, and I think they just kind of did like studio stuff, and they're just starting to tour and like uh, uh, get outside. So yeah, yeah. I, I know that a lot of people were excited that they were going to be there. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. It seems to me that they were there last year, but they mm-hmm. didn't have like as much of a presence. Like they just showed up or something. They just or? showed up and, okay. and set up and called it good. As long yeah. as they're not the Nickelback of 40k music, you know, <laughs> they're fine. You know, they'll be okay. Uh, so, uh, swag bag. Oh Jesus! Yeah, which which so which which tier did you get, Trevor? <laughs> I got I got the VIG. You got the VIG, I'd, same as Ted's. Yeah. yeah, I got not one but three <laughs> technically. Um, because uh, both I went and Charity went. Right. Well, our buddy, our other buddy Dave, was going to go, um, but he couldn't make it, so they arranged to have me pick up his VIG bag too. That's so, yeah. what was what was other Dave's name? And also, why didn't you call me and tell me that <laughs> other Dave couldn't make it? Because if there's well, a ticket in my name with the, I, w- I would have I, <laughs> gladly I asked him to take it for you. Yeah, I would I would have happily uh, jumped on a plane and flown yeah. down like. Uh, Jess, I'll be back. Be right back. I'll get a badge back. Six and a half hour flight. Um, dude, right worth. <laughs> I would have happily um, gone and slept on your floor. You know, been like, I'm. So how many of these? There's only what 200 uh, VIG bags. I think 150. Yeah. Oh, 150. Yeah. Holy crap! That's yeah. not very many. Considering there's like how many thousands of people show up to the oh the, massive amounts. I mean, what, like five well, thousand last the, year. Yeah. 4, think about one of the tournaments alone has over I mean a thousand people. In it. Oh shit. Yeah. And so I imagine they run out of like the premier bag of the bags too. Oh yeah. And easily. So easily. The, how many levels of bags were there? VIG was the top, right? Well, you get VIG, which is the top, which is like 150 or 200. Um, and then you get partial swag bags. Yeah. And then that's, that's it. Premier. And then there's, those run, I think to a thousand five hundred or 1500. Oh, okay. Um, I think those, okay. that's where those guys run out. And then you just get plane tickets and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was like, I think last year, the first year that I went, like it wasn't impressive. The second year, which I didn't sign up for the VIG, was massive. I think last year was like ridiculous where we got like, well, not Wii U. I <laughs> got the art case and like, yeah. like all GW, the extra. GW gave a book. They gave the the big $125, $150 hard case um, <laughs> to everyone. And then uh, Privateer Press gave a two-person starter last oh, year yeah. and books and uh-huh. I mean, just massive, massive amount of stuff. And it was no, it was it was not any less than last year, if not probably more this year. Yeah. I mean, with the, I mean, you got what three different games? Yeah. Two starter games, and then uh, so you got Guild Ball, uh, Dark Age, Path to Glory. Yep. The cool man uh, not game, right? Yep. Yeah, that was the and Star Trek Ascension. Star Trek Ascension. Um. Then you got like I think two the faction books for Dark Age <laughs> as well as what else did you get? You got a Privateer Press book. Uh, oh right, right. That's like for the RPG. No, no, uh, that's you weird. got like Mini got that. Yeah, right. What was the Privateer Press one? Did you not get one? I don't know. Um, you got like a Crix or or just the actual faction oh, book. No, I actually missed. I heard that that was supposed to happen and I didn't get it. Oh really? So okay. Oh, that was missed. the 
No, that because that was Cool Mini or Not that was the stuff that was late, right? Cool uh, Mini yeah. or Not stuff mm-hmm. was late, yeah. And that was what was it? That was the uh, Star Trek Ascension. No, no, no. no. That, that was, was Dark Age. That was the, the Dark, Dark Age, Age starter. Stuff. That's right. The that two books. Nine was um, a lot of the little bases. That's um, right. That stuff was all late. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's gonna be amazing. I, I want to try that game. Like, I want to try the Dark Age. And, Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. It's not like we don't have. Well, I have three starters for him. So. Um. <laughs> I honestly feel like I got stuff from LVO two years ago. Actually, for did you? Was it? No, that's Wrath of Kings. I'm thinking of. Oh, oh I love Wrath of Kings. Kings. Huh. That's what we got. Yeah, I was sad that that. Um, um, going into that, I mean, like Vendor Hall and stuff like that was really kind of lackluster this year. But we'll get into that. I, I heard um, that the they had more vendors. And so, like, the booths were smaller. I noticed, like, Forge World booths was a little bit smaller. You never want them to have small booths. Yeah. I think that was it. I like like, like them to have big old booths. Big old booths. Big old booths. Big old booths. (laughs) Little little junk in their booths. Um, (laughs) I don't want any junk in their booths. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there there was a a ton more vendors. I mean, you had Mm -hmm. people like Creature Caster coming in. Oh, yeah. um, For the first time. I bought a couple things from them. Freaking amazing. We just received our, uh, they were out of the Lady of um, Arcana. Oh. When we went to go buy her, so okay. they shipped her for free. Oh, Which nice. one was that one? Nice. One of the new, the female new one, um, okay. kind of like a Zinch demon, um, mm. a female Zinch demon. Okay. Um, I picked up the Lady of Depravity. Okay. Um, that's the I, I ordered that one, the but they were out. One, right? That's yeah. the slanish, yeah. like booby snake monster. Okay. Um, loved her. Absolutely loved her. Uh, and then they have Nurgle and Corn and, and different aspects mm. like that. But yeah. they were there, um, and they <laughs> were actually they were actually if you spent over a hundred dollars, you got like a little uh, wound counter token. What thing? Yeah, oh, I yeah. didn't get my wound counter thing. Uh, come over and look at it. Okay, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> look what I you got. Can you it, you can touch it. it. Um, actually, I we got, got ice cream. <laughs> um, uh, it's actually two sided. Like they have one through ten, and then one through twenty on the other side. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's actually really awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Cool Mini or Knots booths was was almost all Dark Age and and Rum and Bones. Mm. They didn't have any Wrath of King stuff that I saw. Yeah. Uh, Are they still doing Rivet Wars? It was them. It, it was Wars them. Yeah. They, they didn't have I don't. There. I didn't see anything there. Okay. Yeah. They had zombie side. I think they were pushing yeah. that really hard. Um, Would they was Cool Mini, cool Mini or Knots isn't zombie side? Are they, they were. They might distribute or they something. Were. Maybe yeah, they, they backed yeah. it. Um, but yeah, Forge World was smaller. Mm-hmm. Privateer Press was was even smaller. They only they had a little tiny, yeah. yeah, a little little tiny booth, and not. I mean, if it wasn't event exclusives, paints, or busts, oh, yeah. that's <laughs> that's all that was there. Honestly, um, uh, Reaper was the only one that I think actually kept their booth the same size. Okay, and that's because they just ship things in containers, open them up, and call it good. Okay, and they have a, they have mm. a massive presence there anyway. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, they they let's... sponsor almost all the MHEs. Um, or all the all the hobby events and stuff like that, and mm. like I said, down at down at Fort Waffle, um, they just <laughs> they just stick a huge paint rack full of all their paints. And they go, <laughs> yeah. How about it? Big dogs. Yeah, I think that was it. Corvus Belly had a decent sized booth. That was pretty impressive. That and they had a new game that came out, which I bought. Like that was the uh, Aristotle or whatever. It's right next to you. Uh, kind of an arena fighting game. That that was kind of fun. It was like it kind of plays like a video game and. Uh, I think like the feel of it is kind of cool. You you buy different skins for your characters, so you have like, um, I think there's this guy Maximus who's like kind of like an anime tankish kind of guy, and like you could buy like a, a different they call it skin, just like in video game for like him to look like a uh, like a Spartan. Oh, that's kind of uh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I didn't see this. <laughs> All right, so uh, small booths, small uh, booths, small booths. Yeah, everybody had event exclusives yeah. and. Uh, 
I was kind of bummed that GW didn't have more event exclusives. Well, they did have like all their what is it, Realm of Chaos and like the Rogue Trader book laying out there. So you yeah, buy the reprints. And they had two uh, two um, event only books. Mm. Yeah, which what were was that? they had a uh, uh, an anthology, an event anthology. Oh, okay. Um, and then they had uh, another anthology, the, like the Primarchs anthology, is what they had. Oh, but oh. They, but I mean, at least there they had. Um, they had Grant McNeil show up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they had authors, right? Yeah, Maybe that was it. Maybe they didn't have so much like a smaller booth so much as they just like made space for the writers. Yeah, they, I mean, it was a okay. huge amount of Black Library books, huge amount of Forge World, and then some space for writers. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. You could just like walk up and talk to them, and mm-hmm. there may or may not have people <laughs> hanging out with them. <laughs> and signing books. But did they actually answer, you know, when you talked to them? No. Were I, they like, <laughs> you're like, I'm Mr. McNeil. How do you spell your name? Uh how dare you talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> He's playing words with friends. <laughs> hey, you over there. What does J A I O mean? <laughs> 73 points in words with friends. What is that? <laughs> Another thing that I thought was kind of neat, like this was also the weekend that uh, Star Wars uh, Legion dropped. And yeah. Um, that was kind of like as we're going through the lines. I remember seeing like the like they had stacks of it like behind the the tables for like all the for what seemed like the bags, but they weren't actually. I think like you had to be part of the Star Wars Legion yeah. tournament, and then you get like a free Fan club. box. Yeah, but well, that they gave you a card in your swag bag, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who did you get? Uh, it was like one of Darth Vader's like abilities or something. Okay, yeah, that's we got like we got a couple Luke's. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I found a Darth Vader, and I'm like, eh, why not? Yeah, I guess. But that was I, I was kind of bummed because I really wanted to try that game, and I didn't like I didn't realize that it was going to be like what it was. You know, like when. Uh, beforehand, also I would have signed up for it to join the, add yet another thing to go to. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for like a ninety dollar box, sure, why not? Oh yeah. Um, but that was kind of neat because like it was there were so you know there's vendors that have like a particular thing like KR case you know like multi case they're selling their KR cases like Corvus Belly is selling their Corvus Belly stuff. But then like there's vendors that are just like general hobby you know like they have different games and stuff and almost all of those including ffg who was there like had many boxes of star wars legion like people were really anticipating oh, yeah. this hitting the well and when forge vein dropped i mean a lot of those a lot of those small little uh, hobby stores they had forge vein the next day oh wow. was being sold at their booth and stuff was that like this, that oh, nice. this uh, that week yeah or, oh Forge okay. Vane dropped the week that we were at adept oh, yeah. oh yes yes you're right okay yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention to that yeah because yeah. I, I actually wanted to sit down and do an unboxing with you yeah that I, w- I was in Chicago. Yeah, you were in Chicago. <laughs> I almost did it by myself, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, because uh, our local retailer, Gene, uh-huh. was supposed to get it in on Thursday, and oh. she said that I could oh, cool. pick up my copy on Thursday oh. early and do an unboxing. Oh, is that what the deal is? Yeah. But I thought that, so the Legion, though, like, I think, so that, um, they had it there, like, what Wednesday was the first day that they had the vendor hall right or was it closed uh, Wednesday? no vendor hall is closed okay. thursday you can pick up your badges at, at like seven so i think on wednesday or wednesday and then so the next day thursday is when it opens right so there's like four days is that right there's four four, four days, days. Yeah. by the end of friday all of the boxes of legion in the vendor like the hall were gone no yeah Just, <laughs> they were gone hundreds yeah. of them gone well, there was like one store got like a couple boxes like on saturday and they were gone by the end of the day it was yeah ridiculous um was uh well like, i don't think the store up here got it until the following weekend uh maybe i i know gene like a few days later like i was um i think i was in chicago when she posted a picture saying that she had it for sale well, maybe and then i came back because i actually i came back to alaska to buy it <laughs> otherwise i wouldn't have come back um <laughs> 
Unfortunately, the models look horrible. The game is fun, but the yeah. models look atrocious. Why well, are they just pre-cast? Oh, pre-painted. It's it's a different kind of plastic. It's that like uh, game plastic. You know, it's not like polystyrene. So like I used like my plastic glue and it didn't do anything. Like, okay. So it's like chibi plastic. And... It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looking at the models, it reminds me of like the Heroclix appearance, yeah. but not pre-painted. If uh, that... le- yeah, less detail. Way okay. less detail and just kind of. Like they had like the harder plastic, like the vehicles were harder plastic, but still like the polystyrene glue didn't work on those. So um, I think it'll be like now it's going to be a challenge. Like, can I paint this to look better than the model itself? And so maybe that'll be some well, that's tricks, a, that's the problem with a lot of those big box games. I mean, even like, have you opened up your Guild Ball yet? No, I haven't. I think it's the same type of plastic oh. that you're talking about. Yeah, the, the I a- thought Guild Ball used well, actually maybe not in the box set, but I think I thought in the teams they used resin. No, oh, not okay. anymore. Almost oh, really? all their new, almost all the new teams are all plastic. Yeah, uh, and it's that rubbery plastic. Uh, well, they're all one piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they started out with resin and metal, mm. and the details were so crisp and clean. But then you had like a little tiny fillet knife that was you you take it oh. and try and pin it, and then it goes flying across the room, <laughs> never to be sold, seen again. <laughs> oh no, um, it hasn't happened to you though. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that answer. Um, yeah. But then they so moved to this plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they moved to this plastic, which isn't bad. I mean, you can still paint them and everything like that, but okay. they're they're a lot like that chibi plastic, uh, where that that glue that that polystyrene glue doesn't work on them for mm. some reason so you have to use super kind of like three kind of like a, the 3d printed filament yes stuff. yes mm-hmm. yeah a lot a lot of chibi figures i've seen look like they were 3d printed even though i know really? they're not yeah okay. a lot of them well better quality than a 3d printer but yeah they uh, they just that has that look to it mm-hmm. you know yeah i you know i have to say like you know with like games workshop and a couple other companies like like I've almost taken for granted like the quality like of the sculpts and everything until oh, yeah. I think like opening Legion and I'm like oh right <laughs> there's well, another even, even GW did 3D printing for a little while yeah I mean you can see it in their in their steps in their photos if you got real oh, close to sure. their photos you can see those little steps that they did but then they go to that injection mold type plastic mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I think I was just like I mean I don't mind the 3D print so long as they don't keep the filament and there is definitely like I put together a few models from Forge World where like it's they didn't clean it up and you can see the filament oh, yeah. like a little bit in there yeah. um and that's unfortunate but you know i think it's like the tau titan i think has some of that and i think like some of the the custody vehicles um but for the most part like i, I don't mind because like the design is so amazing like it's still pretty crisp and everything and yeah you just take a little bit of sanding to it or accept it mm-hmm. um but i think like I, I think it's like the the lower quality plastics and stuff like that where like you get you ca- they can't get the crispest fe- the crisp features you know that you can otherwise like it just kind of like yep rounds a little bit and, and that's like the chibi plastic thankfully with chibi like it's chibi so it kind of goes chibi. it's supposed to look like that so <laughs> yeah. call it good yeah. um, well i mean there's different like you can get those plastics or you can go with metal or you can go with resin i mean they all have their their pluses and minuses there's pros and cons and stuff like that yeah. and they have plastic resins that you can go to get real nice detail but then the cost goes significantly oh. higher mm-hmm. so i mean yeah. It, it, it is what it is. So, <laughs> and I mean, they're giving this stuff away. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. They're giving it to me. Sure. Well, I mean, except when did, they don't. Did they, they, actually, they, they didn't actually it. give it to you? Well, didn't you have to actually buy the, what? the VIG bag? Oh, well, well yeah, yeah, but I mean, what is it? $150? Yeah. I mean, two still of those boxes paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it, it wasn't a value. I'm just saying you still paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so that was great. Yeah. I definitely want to try out a lot of those, but yeah. 
although I felt like I came back home and I had my uh, my my I had I actually had to go and buy like a third suitcase. Like I, I went and, like I think we were talking about that. Like where like yeah, you kind of like pack with like one empty suitcase inside of another inside suitcase, of a new and, one, yeah, and like do the Russian doll thing. And and I did that, and then like I get down there and I still had to buy a third case. Well, that that's, <laughs> and then pay the seventy five dollars. Star Trek Ascendancy alone took oh, up geez. a massive amount, and then you put the other two. I mean, mm. starter sets on that, and well, there goes the suitcase. Yeah, and I, I ended up buying like other stuff, stuff for other people, like a whole bunch of the like one of the starter sets, like starter army boxes. Maybe it's not starter; it's like a whole army. I think for the new one of the new troll things or whatever for oh, War Machine. Oh, like Northkin. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, that might be it. Yeah, I guess it was like it was a pre-release release, so like they didn't actually have the art box yet for it. They okay. hadn't done the design, so it was like. Here's a brown box with some shit in it. <laughs> there you go. Like, they do that cool. a lot at Adepticon, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty neat. So, you know, I had that. Plus, like, I bought, like, a whole bunch of, like, MDF, like, uh, I think there was the um, uh, yeah, the, the Necromunda, Necromunda set. Train, right? Yeah, it was, like, $250. Like, it knocked a little bit off, but it was, like, bam, is a whole bunch of mm-hmm. MDF. So, between those two things and, yeah, like, the... the, the and the Dead Hooker. And the dead parts of the dead hooker. I didn't keep all of it. Well, obviously, <laughs> just the important parts. You, you want, One boob and a hand. You need the teeth, all the fingertips and toes. You know the stuff I get in trouble for. <laughs> yeah, the, stuff you keep, the identification marks. So, oh my gosh, that was ridiculous. So I got back home and like the next, like I'd left all that stuff on the the floor. I still have a lot of it over there. But like I noticed that like the the uh, the suitcase. Like man, there's where that water come from? That's so bizarre. There's like a little bit of water inside the suitcase. Okay, well, I wonder if the roof is leaking again. All right, well, whatever. I'm going to go and ignore it because if I ignore it, it'll go away. And like, That's next day, there's like <laughs> more in there. And like, next thing I know, like, I see the cat like peeing in my suitcase. Okay, like, <laughs> oh, oh no. the Adepticon swag. Like, no, get out of there. <laughs> little bastard. <laughs> so, I don't know. My cat doesn't care too much about uh, me leaving to Adepticon. <laughs> yeah, neither did ours. <laughs> her, or the, her or the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't like it at all. Oh, sad face. All right. Well, that seems like a really good spot to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back into some uh, tournament. Do you like cookies but want something more British? Buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. For dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits. As recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. All right. That was... I was like, You're fucked. Cuddle with, <laughs> cuddle with, <laughs> cuddle with Peter. Oh, and then we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're a good Starting break. The, yeah. <laughs> Dave sending uh, promotional items, not emotional items. Not emotional. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. The, I, the, yeah. So you have to hand out some of those to some fans. We're and, a team. I'm going to yeah. need you to overnight me some shit to London. By the way, while it I'm was, over there. As I was, as yeah, I was saying, like it was actually kind of like because I think you. Part of the reason you sent that was so that I can give Duncan uh, a Jeff the Custode shirt. No, I sent him. I sent that stuff to you so that you could give a sticker to Trevor because it was really important. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you gave it to him after I got back. <laughs> after I gave you the stickers. To... <laughs> anyway, but like we said, we only saw each other once, yeah. maybe twice in passing. Normally, we see each other more often. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I go to like give Duncan that shirt, the Jeff Custode shirt, and it was like I think like this is the second time I've given him a shirt. Like the last time I gave him a shirt, it was like the Duncan meme shirt, and it was like totally natural. Like, Here's the shirt. And I don't know if there's like more lead up to this, but like I go to like I, I wait till like afterwards, and I kind of feel like that guy who's about to like hand like a uh, uh, you know like a will you go out with me like note to a girl after class, <laughs> you know like <laughs> Duncan, will you paint with me forever? Check yes, check no, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, like maybe. awkwardly like have the shirt in my hand. And while people are talking to him, like, here you 
go. Security's and inching then... closer to Ted because it looks like he's going to try to throw a bag over Duncan's head and run him out of the room. But it was cool. like when I finally did, like, oh, here's the shirt. Like I was going to, you know, I'm going to make this a thing. <laughs> you get like a shirt every year. And, uh, You're going to have to awkward. start designing more shirts. I, well, <laughs> um, so I have, yeah, I gave him that one and he's like, what is this? And like, oh, it's Jeff the Custard. We have this podcast. Like, oh, you have a podcast. Yeah, you should listen to it. Um, he should okay, not. Well, Duncan, listen. don't listen. <laughs> well, if he's if he heard you, it's too late. <laughs> but, so yeah, so um, he's like, oh, what is what is this about? I was like, it's this character that we have, and like we we've been talking about for a while. He's got this. It's the custodes. They just kind of hang out in the throne room and like play volleyball and all this other stuff. And and he he starts riffing off that. He's like, oh, like doing each other's tens and like lotion and everything. He's like. That's actually what, yeah, that's, that's part of <laughs> the story. Pretty much exactly <laughs> it. It's like they're playing beach volleyball, like the scene from Top Gun. You know, <laughs> it's like you listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just like a custode thing. Like, custodes don't oh, do, do shit. Do, do, do you think he had to play it off? Like, he was like, this oh, yeah. is a non-GW shirt, but I know exactly what this is kind of thing. He's just like, oh, my God, it's Jeff the Custode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay cool, though. And stay cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love okay. these guys. Do you have a podcast, you say? Mm. <laughs> so he was playing me the way I was playing a yeah, Don. Is what yeah. he <laughs> Inside, he's just like a 12-year-old girl meeting one of the Jonas Brothers for the first time or whoever's one of the cool band members now. You know, what, Hanson? Is it Hanson? I don't know. Yeah. Mm, Bob. For, for legal reasons, could you sign the shirt? <laughs> 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 so he's like oh yeah where, where can I listen to the podcast like it's it's on the website down there so I'm like shit I gotta run home and like update the website because I haven't updated it in like oh, dude, 12 you, episodes you, our website is the worst well not anymore I updated it when? <laughs> like two days ago oh thank you before or after I told geek uh pete foley to uh right afterwards it was as soon as i saw that that uh yeah so pete foley was like are there any good uh uh orc lore uh podcasts out there and like dave on top of it was like i got you back try this mob rules character we got this podcast it's uh you know it's pretty good it's it's mob it's it's orc based for the theme but it's all 40k lore you know there's a couple orc podcasts you'll find them we just haven't done it in a and while. Thankfully, you linked me on it because, like, oh, that's crap. That's great. He said he's going to look at it tomorrow. I have all night to like do this. I could be studying for my math exam, but fuck it. <laughs> I, I I pretty much have stopped sending people to the website you know, oh, normally. Okay. <laughs> I've just said, I'm just like, hey, check this. Go yeah. go to the YouTube channel. That's where the podcast, uh, the the newer podcasts are. Yeah. You know, the older stuff is way gone. But oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's updated. Now I got a new computer, so I can update it more often. Woo! It, it was hard to do for my iPad. So yeah. Anyway, so that that's that. Uh, blah blah Adepticon. Um So we want to talk a little bit about tournaments. Uh, so can you talk a little bit about that, Dave, as our representative? As uh, our as our compet- and, and Trevor as well. Our <laughs> <laughs> pretend. <laughs> I I would love to. So uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to talk about the winning list, basically. Okay. So LVO was in January, and it was won by Nick business. Nanabody. He's a floating mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes by Nick Brown online, which is so okay. I wish he'd just gone by that. But um, he, you know, in LVO he ran a uh, uh, an Eldar list. Oh wow! That crushed LVO, and it it basically upset the meta. Everybody's like, oh, new craft world Eldar. Mm-hmm. Dark Reapers and Wave Serpents and yeah, 
you know, so that's that's what everybody was running. Okay. <clears throat> everybody who likes to play competitive, I don't. I, I just play all <laughs> primaris, you know, which is a perfectly competitive army. It's <laughs> just by nature, it wins. As long as it wins good. As long as you don't actually <laughs> play anybody good. Um, so, <laughs> With a pulse. <laughs> so anybody who knows the rules. Um, <laughs> but so this year, came, the, the Adepticon Championship uh, came down to two, two different players Matt Root playing Tyranids. Okay. Um, which is. He was kind of running like a, a, a what is actually viewed in the competitive circle as a standard, almost standard list. Lots of flyrants getting around. Lots yeah, of, I heard about that list. Lots of gene stealers in the back. And people to, were uh, speculating that they might like curb the flyrant list a bit. Well, it's, it seems to me like you know they they always kind of fac, uh, uh, fix if you will a little yeah. bit. You know, like conscript spam was crushing stuff and storm raven spam was crushing stuff. Oh, so yeah. they said. So they fact that well, shit. Well, if you don't have any models on the table, you lose. Okay. You know? Well, the base is touching the table. But, you know, and then conscripts were like, you know, two points for for like a thousand guys or something. So you could have yeah. a huge list, tons of mm. uh, tons of uh, CP uh, yeah. to, to re-roll everything with. So they changed that to basically make conscripts worse than regular guardsmen. Oh, okay. You know, and, and they didn't they didn't have time to change anything before... Adepticon from LBO, mm. but there, you know, there's thoughts coming down the pipe that they might fix uh, something to do with the Dark Reaper spam. Okay, because it's just have That's, a bunch of missile launchers yeah. and you know vehicles. Uh-huh. So, but uh, the Flyrants, you know, the the, the Tyranids have been doing well. Blood Blood Angels have been doing very well. Uh-huh. Um, so the the uh, Matt Roots Tyranid list: seven Flyrants, four Malocks. Eight mucleid spores, wow. nine bases of, of <laughs> spam malicious of ruppers. Rubbers? It says ruppers. I'm, ruppers. Fairly, I'm fairly certain that's supposed to say rippers. <laughs> Ripper swarms. But uh, I think they're just broken rubbers. And, and They've ruptured. Well, <laughs> rubbers versus ruptured. too many times sniffing above the nose, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then no and Nick Nanavati, who was playing uh, <laughs> the, the, the Dread Pox Blossom list, oh. which was uh, which is kind of like. Chaos Space Marine soup, if you will. Oh, okay. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm not really a fan of... I, I understand soup. Yeah. But I don't like it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, because, you know, if you if you think about, like, lore... Because we're all... We're fluffy players, you know? Right? Sure. Well, yeah. You, you've got a themed army. Your Iron <laughs> sure. Hands are Dreadnoughts and Tech yeah. Marines and stuff. It, it, it fits themes. Okay. Whereas soup kind of does from the sense of, like, Imperium... Like you're gonna have a guard yeah. unit mixed with, you know, maybe mixed with a single thing of uh, space marines, you know, mm. backing them up, and but you're not you're not combining all only the best units every time. Yeah, you know? uh, but, it really depends. Yeah, like yeah. how you play it. Like, are you just min maxing? Right. It's just these like, you, min maxing bastards. Yeah, it's um, just salt. So, <laughs> it's so, like salt soup. <laughs> yeah, you so, gotta put some flavors in so there. So Nick was uh, Nick's got a Black Legion uh, battalion with Abaddon. Okay. Who. I don't understand because last I heard he was terrible. <laughs> but you know, Nick Nanavati is like some sort of uh, competitive god who just does he, he makes bad stuff good. Oh, okay. you know, because he's good, actually good at the game, I guess. <laughs> um, and then a demon prince with wings, thirty-eight cultists of Slanesh, thirty-eight cultists of Slanesh, thirty-eight cultists of corn. What? That's where I have a problem. Why? Well, because corn and Slanesh 
They're not, they're they don't kinda, hang. Well, fluff-wise, they don't like each other. Oh, yeah, okay. They don't like each other. Yeah. Because well, we talked about it on yeah. the Slanesh podcast. Slanesh is always stealing from corn. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, corn kind of gives it to him like it a dumbass. It so easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, then he's got a Thousand Sons Battalion with Araman, uh-huh. a demon, uh, demon prince with wings. Okay. 27 Zangors, who I imagine he was using uh, <clears throat> some sort of deep strike, the, the webway deep strike for the Zangors. Okay. Uh, ten cultists and ten cultists, oh. and then another Death Guard battalion with Typhus, <laughs> uh, with Typhus, the dog is one of the an, models. <laughs> another Demon Prince, uh, and then three units of ten Poxwalkers. So you know, basically, he's it, playing competitive, and, and he's really min maxing everything while also still cherry picking the best oh, from each okay. thing. Uh, Typhus gives you the ability, the the Poxwalker super ability, like oh, everything becomes Poxwalkers, you know. Yeah, when it dies. So, uh, but Matt actually took it. Okay, putting Tyranids on top for the first time ever. <laughs> so, I mean, not, not since Baal have, have mm. Tyranids ever won anything. So, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I have to go back to the fluff. To win yeah. Stuff. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's the current state. I don't, I don't okay. know what's actually going to happen. Um, yeah, with with changes, you have to. We'll have to wait for another, you know, fact to come down the. Yeah. So it sounds as though like the top armies were pretty diverse though. Like it sounds from what I heard, like Dark Reapers were on every table, at least according to like one guy I was listening to. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's all Dark Reapers. Everywhere it's Dark Reapers, (laughs) fucking missiles for days. (laughs) And but I think like yeah, I mean like other than that, you know, like when you have something that's like constant, like it's in like most lists, like Dark Reapers and like of course like Storm Ravens at one point, you know, like yeah, you have to like look at that. But you know, if you're just gonna have like something that's just like that person spammed that, and that's a like a, a few like few offs versus like you know a constant in every list. Like then that makes you know like just leave it alone. Like when in Rome, you know, like yeah, you're gonna min max. You're gonna be like well, yeah, and you're gonna have like these crazy lists like corn and slanish. People that really want to win, you yeah. know, will min max the crap out of it. Uh-huh. And people that want to win but also still want to play will will yeah. min max as much as they can while still holding true to their you know fluffy beliefs right. or the models that they own already. Yeah, um, and I think like in the end, like you, you know, like most tournaments aren't. I mean, I'm sorry, most players aren't tournament players. You know, like so I think that there's like you know the silent majority out there that are just like playing fun games or whatever. Um, but you know, just like you could have that divide where you have like that group over there just like min maxing the shit out of stuff, like you know, like having unfluffy lists and you know doing these really competitive things. Then you can have the other people over there doing like their narrative campaigns and stuff right. like that. And fuck it. Yeah, like like I said, I've I've been playing all Primaris mm-hmm. since Dark Imperium came out, and I was like, I'm so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so horny for Primaris. They're so sexy looking. Look at these shitty tiny space marines over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or these. I want the big ones, but I'm, I but I have a winning record with it. You know, I I do. do you? I actually okay. do. Yeah. All right. I, I'm like uh, thirteen, eight and one. What is the thirteen? Thirteen wins, eight losses, and a tie. Oh, okay. So, you know, I have one more than I've lost That's good. with them. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so, you know, I, it's possible to win with them. Uh-huh. But you have to actually mm. work at it. It's not <laughs> yeah. It's not like, all right, now these guys are going to shoot their missiles at you this round. Mm. You got to actually do shit. Oh. <laughs> so. But, yeah, I mean, that's the current state. It's good. We'll see what happens when it changes. Uh, what's yeah. uh, Nova's next, right? Or is Nova, Nova right? Nova. Well, there's a there's a whole bunch of ones that are coming next before ah, Nova. Oh yeah, but Nova's the next. They big don't one. count. Yeah, they're like the what this almost the tied for with Adepticon, aren't they? Like, for Nova, for size wise, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, I would definitely say so. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. Right now, 
2018 uh, Adepticon is the biggest 40k tournament ever to yep. take place. So mm. that is well, bananas. It is. <laughs> it well, was just hard a, to like walk through there. You're like, oh, it was, yeah. The tables are packed in. Like everybody's just like nut to butt <laughs> wherever they go. <laughs> I don't know how you play 40k, but nut to butt <laughs> is not it. Don't play in those tournaments. <laughs> I just walk through them. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Can I look at your models? Could you get your nuts <laughs> off of my butt, please? I can't. I'm trying to take pictures. It's okay. I'll get a telephoto lens next time. <laughs> oh. so, you said you were going to be using a macro. It feels like you're just using a micro tab. So. Are you bending over for a particular reason? Or? Well, I heard this is the friendly. No. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it'll be it'll be exciting to see what changes come down before Nova. Yeah, because um, I mean, it, people in the competitive scene really pay attention to it, like numbers crunch and mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Eric up in Fairbanks, Danny. Okay, because um, it's not ITC, right? Like it's its own thing. No, no, they're all ITC. Uh, well, well, actually, Adepticon's not. It's its own. Well, I think Adepticon actually did use mm-hmm. Best Coast pairings. This they year. use Best Coast pairing, but yes. I don't think they. It's, I, they use some of their own uh, scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so I think it was just called like Adepticon. but you know itc is the main yeah you know viewed thing they they had something over in the uk itc yeah which is terrible compared to itc (laughs) sure (laughs) itc is itc is better what do you want even even the people that come over from gw are like wow the itc stuff is actually really good mm, yeah yeah but so trevor you've been playing uh quite a bit more lately, right? Yeah, yeah. A couple <laughs> buddies got me into it, and um, I'm definitely not a tournament player. By yeah. Any means. Okay, that was like, the next question. Like, would you do that? I mean, even Dave is is trying to get me to go to Ultramar Cup and and different things like that. And yeah, I'm just the Ultramar Cup, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the rest I of just, crap. I'm, I'm just not a tournament player. I just, okay. Because I, I you used to be, right? Um, not really. No. Okay. Um, I, I stopped playing. I back when I was. I knew it was first when Tyranids got released, second edition or whatever the hell oh, it okay. was. Um, went to a tournament and, and rules question aside, things yeah. happen. I was just like, well screw it. I'm not gonna I'm not uh, gonna do anything with this type of that side of the hobby. Okay. I'd like just to play games. I like the fluff of it. I yeah. want I mean if I want to take an entire um Chaos Cultist or, or an entire corn berserker list, I want I want it to be fun. I want it to be challenging. Mm. And that's why I mean, I'm just, I'm a fluff player. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Narr- narrative is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, I, I, I got out of 40K for the longest time and only yeah. played fantasy. And then they fucked over fantasy, in my opinion, oh. <laughs> um, with AOS. But I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly, <laughs> I'm slowly getting back into AOS and seeing how things are. And yeah. So I hadn't seen Trevor in probably. Five years, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, and when I came back to starting to paint models, whatnot, after I ran into you, that uh, it was like Memorial Day, right after my uh, my daughter got me back into painting, and I was talking to you oh, about okay. it. I was at Bosco's mm-hmm. looking at just a box to pick up to paint, okay, so anything. I'm uh-huh. looking at fantasy, and in walks Trevor, and he goes, "Put that back. They ruined fantasy." Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, "Wow." He's like, "What do you mean?" And then Charity's like, "It's terrible." Wow. It's the worst thing ever. Pick up 40K <laughs> stuff. I was like, all right. So, so you've come around, though. It sounds yeah. Like. I mean, it, it's the fantasy is, is definitely getting more interesting. I mean, they, they obviously. Story-wise? Or, uh, story-wise, yeah. Okay. yeah they've, they've definitely. Um, well, I mean, even at, even at Adepticon, they previewed the Deepkin, mm-hmm. um, oh. which is really, really fancy looking. 
Um, how they stayed unknown for millennium, I don't know. Um, yeah. But they definitely look interesting. I mean, if you look at most models, they're actually uh, they're blind. They're actually oh, okay. if you if you look close at almost oh. all the infantry yeah. models, they're all blind. Only oh, the characters have eyes. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the 40k, uh, it's because I mean, obviously we're in what eighth edition now. Yeah. Um, I mean, over those renditions of the years, it it looked like it was progressively. Oh, it's really really great. Oh. It's really, really bad. Oh, it's really, really great again. Oh, it's really, really sucks. Through ebbs and flows. Um, and now it definitely seems more balanced as a whole, mm. whereas characters help support the units and and things like that, as opposed to just being these almighty beefy characters, which they still are in their own right, yeah. but can die. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're not as so, powerful. So yeah. you, you feel like you're enjoying that a little bit more. I am. I okay. am enjoying the the new 40k much more um, than in previous editions. Um, still haven't played honestly a, a full game of AOS. Oh, okay. Um, I just I just love the models more than anything else. I mean, yeah. Let's I be think... honest, GW's killing it with the models. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. like that was you know in in a lot of ways like you know they had like back in the day you know like they had like a couple little showpieces you know model, models and then for the most part it was like you know like a body and an army glued together and that was it. I yep. mean the idea that like they were going to be rank and file anyway so it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like now that like each guy is its own guy <laughs> versus like a block, you know, being yeah. you know an entity. So I mean right. the, the sad thing is, is that like when you look at the new Death Guard or anything like that, mm. everybody is going to have the same looking Death Guard. They're all going to look yeah. the same. Different paint schemes, but mm-hmm. they're all going to look the same. Um that's the only thing that that really kind of draws away from everything being really customized (laughs) i am right there with you i think like i've complained about that too and like i get it like you know they really like they poured on like the character but then like if you're a hobbyist who likes to build that character like you gotta scrape it all down and rebuild it i mean it's like typhus i mean to me typhus looks like he just got done with an awesome freaking guitar solo (laughs) i mean he's got his he's got his hand up in the air his scythe over here it's like ah um, I hate. I, I absolutely. I absolutely hate the model. I mean, it, it really it's, does look like he just got done rocking with the goth rockers. When, when, <laughs> please welcome to the stage, the Lord of Contagion. Yeah, I mean his little his little vent stack spewing out smoke and stuff. And uh, no, no, I hate that model. So. Um, but I'm glad that they updated him. He needed yeah. an update. But I mean, Abaddon needs an update. And I mean, if you're gonna well, update one. And Karn, I'm I'm sorry. Karn just looks like he's fucking tripping. <laughs> really? They did the just, new one? They did just do the new Karn. I know, but he looks like he's tripping. <laughs> Look at the model. I mean, yeah, I guess he's supposed to be running, but he looks like he's tripping and going to well, fall on his ass. If you were on Karn's side, wouldn't you try to trip him every time he went into a blood frenzy? Like, get tripping. Hell no, it's like pointing him in the right direction after I mean, spinning him a couple thousand times. Go that way. <laughs> the problem is you spin him a couple thousand times and you got to back up because he's coming at you first. <laughs> yeah, those chain blades but, uh, So the, the uh, rumor mill does have the, uh, that uh, there will be another uh, supplement later. Um, this year, which will be Ooh. Black Legion yeah. with the updated Chaos Sculpts and Abaddon Sculpt. Oh, that'd be so nice. So that's he that's the one. rumor mill. Yeah. Now, I wonder if that's going to, because they said Orcs in June with like a big campaign. I wonder if it's going to be Orcs and Chaos. No, that's, that doesn't even make, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, it could be. It could. I mean, you, they'd have to make it fit the narrative, though, like they did with Admac and Necrons. Yeah. Like, well, apparently, P. Foley is listening to podcasts, looking for inspiration. So uh, let's oh. inspire him to make this. Oh, for us. <laughs> yeah, so we need, we need can... a bigger Grasgol Thraka and yeah. a bigger Abaddon, uh-huh. all in one box. 
<laughs> oh man, size, size of a small child. Yes. <laughs> I might actually buy that box if that's, if that's the case. I'm I'm totally gonna buy that. Yeah, you can start claiming it on uh, your taxes or child support. <laughs> Have a new dependent. It's God's goal. <laughs> yeah. So. But I mean, he should be bigger too. I mean, he is yeah. tiny compared to what I mean. All the fluff says about him. All the pictures say about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is he's tiny. Yeah, was it like 19 years ago or whatever? Like, he was pretty damn big. Yeah. yeah, Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, no, no. (laughs) That'd be cool. Like, he'd probably, he'd have to be bigger than Robo, wouldn't he? I mean, he would have to be. He'd probably be Primark size or just under it. Yeah. Uh, No, he would have to be at least the new Redemptor Dreadnought size. Because I, I heard that they were going to really? do like the primes, like yeah. the, these the new. Uh, like, he was going to be prime size, yeah. and like the primes, according to like the Beast Arises, was the size of like a Stampa. Well, I mean, orcs <laughs> never stop growing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only reason why they stop growing is because they die, <laughs> um, and it's not like anybody's killed Grasbold oh. in, in how long? I don't know. I mean, well, and so it's. Uh, am I? Yarek is uh, the one that took Gaskell's hand, right? Yeah. Okay. So looking at the fact that a human can fit that power clock, either Gaskell's you know, going to have to have grown a lot or, Oh yeah. Depending on what, the, where they put him in the storyline currently, um, you know, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. but, uh, yeah, That'll be exciting. it's, they've, they're, they've got a lot of good sculptors right now. Oh yeah. Oh, well, and they're doing a lot of good stuff and they're hiring more and more army painters all the time, yep. which is mostly exciting, you know, well, just, I mean, I would love to see a new, I mean, we have Morty, we have um, Magnus Red, I would love right. to see an Angron, I would love to see a, a, a Fulgrim, I mean, all those, I mean, they didn't die, to my knowledge. No, the, the four chaos ones were, yeah. the four, as they viewed them They all main. ascended. Yeah, they um, all ascended. And so, I, th- I think seeing those two would be absolutely amazing. Well, the problem is, is that if you keep giving chaos these primarchs, they're going to keep taking them, and you're going to end up, you're going to have chaos marine players being like, "All right, so I've got uh, a unit of thirty cultists uh, and Morty, <laughs> and then I have a super heavy detachment with uh, Magnus, Angron, and Fulgrim." So, I mean, nobody's going to want to play against yeah, that. It's just the Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they all combine to make the Megazord. <laughs> Chaos God. <laughs> with, with Abaddon as the head. You know. Yeah. He's the Black Ranger. Oh, right. oh, God. Whoa. No. No. What? Horrible. Mm. So. I like it. It's like magnetizing <laughs> <Fine>. together. <laughs> I'm going to do it, man. Right. I'm, yeah, that's, uh, what is that, 130 each or something like that? So <laughs> you're... Many dollars. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> An extra $600 to throw in this It'll thing. be fine. It's fine. So... Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I do love what they've been doing, like advancing, you know, everybody was kind of feeling at the end of 7th that there was no advancement with the storyline. Mm-hmm. And then they just spit out, they had this grand idea of, well, check it out. What about Gathering Storm? You know, Abaddon's coming to Cadia and it's a big thing. It's a crusade. And, you know, <laughs> Santa Claus is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just don't know where they're going to go from here. Well, I mean. So I mean, they have, they they have kind of. I feel like they've painted themselves in the corner a little bit. I think um, they've painted themselves in the corner a huge bit. Yeah. But 
Well, I mean, so what happens with the throne? You know, like that's another key thing. Like, what does it finally fail? Like, they never really like. I mean, they started to address that, and then they're like, "All right, it's good enough." You know, like they did. They updated the OS on it, and now it's good. Like they could do that. No, they didn't. (laughs) They haven't updated it. It's still dying. He's still. So, I mean, that could be like a big thing. You know, like I mean, this that'd be a major change. But like, they're supposed to be like the Emperor Ascendant. You know, like the Star Child idea. So. I mean, that'd be really sh- like changing stuff up. But. Well, I mean, the one rumor that I heard is that uh, it's actually not the emperor on the throne; it's uh, Malkador, uh-huh. the Sigilate. Huh? That he actually took the throne, and wow. that's why it's dying because he can't—he can't power it. I mean, oh, he physically okay. can't. I mean, he's a badass in his own right, but he cannot do it. Was. He's not the emperor. So where was where's the badass. emperor then, or did they? Okay, who knows. Hmm. I mean, for that matter, where the hell's where the hell's Lehman Russ? I mean, <laughs> or Corvax? Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if Magnus Chigati. Red came back through, you think that Lehman Russ would be hot on his tail? But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess by now it's been a couple hundred years, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So the the Space Wolves book, since since everybody was hoping would be the Lion, yeah, because they hinted so much at in the, the Dark Angels Codex when it came oh, out, yeah. <laughs> which which is like people are like, oh, it's gonna be the Lion. They're gonna release the Lion. They hinted at it. I'm like. <laughs> they released the codex for eighth already with no lion profile. Right. <laughs> He's not coming. <laughs> Space yeah. Wolves is going to be there, you know. I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see they're 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 saying old man Russ, you know, like uh, Gulliman came back and he was the same age, you know, because mm. he's been in stasis, so it makes sense. Oh. It's gonna be nuts. Like if he comes back like half wolfin, I think it'd be actually. That's BA. what I'm hoping. I'm hoping yeah. that he's I, because the the chaos warp changed him. He's uh-huh. much bigger than he used to be. Yeah. He's like a full on wolfin, and he's at the head of of the thirteenth legion or the thirteenth company. And maybe that's why he didn't come back beforehand. He's Badass. like, fuck, they're gonna kill yeah. me if, the moment I step in <laughs> so with my wolf face. I, I want to see him. I want to see a two model set actually. Oh yeah. I want. I want to see. Forgets his rage. Barely on. in control and then out of control. Like, <laughs> okay. Like two different well, models. I mean, they're Jekyll, doing Mr. that Red. for for AOS. I mean, look at right, Marathi. Got released, yeah. Oh. And then I I think the Avatar model for the Idena Thieve Ken is two different things, maybe not. I'm I not sure. Know. But hmm. they have flying sea turtles, that's all I care about. I mean, it's <laughs> that a is freaking a, turtle. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so this is a forty K podcast. We're gonna actually talk about Age <laughs> of Sigmar. But I will tell you this, after doing a bunch of research on it, they're not actually flying. Um one of the four people they revealed in, in the teasers, not the Badass dude with the uh, Swiss Army octopus, but <laughs> one of the other guys okay. is actually the magic user that changes the air to the make guy it so with that... the giant tide cloak. So no, that's swimming. the avatar of Mathline. Okay, so they're swimming. Yeah, and they're basically swimming through the air. Oh, that's pretty badass. It, so. it creates a pocket around them so they could just swim. Oh, well then I'm gonna take that turtle and, and convert it to be Croot. Because I want Crude back. <laughs> Crude exists in the new Tau Codex, and supposedly yeah. they're good. Well, they, really? they used to have the Crude mercenaries. They did. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So that would be. I have yeah, a whole Crude army that is completely useless. Really? Oh. <laughs> I mean, like all the all the Crude from Forge World and stuff. Did like they get that? rid of like the Crude Ox and stuff from I the Tau so, Codex? Yeah. Oh, the Crude Ox? Okay. No, I think they're still on the Forge World uh, site. Well, Forge World. They didn't have they Crude didn't, Ox on Forge yeah, World. Oh, what's the? It was a pewter metal. What's what's? I'm thinking of the one that's got the Crude. That had the big bow. Yeah. And um, it has the gun the on Narlock. the back. Yeah. Narlock. The Narlock. Yeah. Oh, that so. wasn't the big gun on the back. The Crude Ox is the one with the big gun on the yeah. back. Yeah, um, they had. Although a... they had like the one with like a big like uh, uh, like bolt thrower, mm-hmm. wasn't there? That was a forgeable. But I one. want to see more Crude. I mean, yeah. If they can eat and devour <laughs> and change into what they're supposed to be, uh-huh. 
I want to see different creatures. Or the psychic space bears that the Tau mm. used to pilot stuff. That'd be pretty rad, too. What? They're, they're pilot, no. they're, they have pilots that are psychic space bears. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like Care Bears. Not an 8th edition. <laughs> yeah, there are. Those little tubby so. pilots. Just bleep, bleep, bleep. So, yeah, that's the state of 40K lore. There we go. Awesome. We're good. Care Bears flying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For the greater good. <laughs> we better wrap this up. <laughs> Take a quick break and wrap this up. Yeah. Fear consumed my every waking moment. It wasn't rational, but there it was, ruining my life. Then one day I came across a book called How to Be a Cheating Asshole. From the very first chapter, it helped me to confront my fear head on. In a world filled with easy answers and cheap solutions, How to Be a Cheating Asshole showed me that the way out of my despair was to use loaded dice and not declare what I'm rolling. Its message was so strong and so real that it put me on the road to a happier, more fulfilling life. And it made my fear a part of my past. Stop by your local retailer now for a copy of How to Be a Cheating Asshole. Also available in audiobook, read by somebody who only sounds like Donald <laughs> Welcome Trump. Welcome back from the fake break. Woo! So thank you so much for uh, joining us, Trevor. Yeah, that was yeah. really awesome. amazing. It was, fun, it was great hearing you about uh, your experiences at Adepticons since I'd already heard like I mean, twice about Ted's. Adepticons, <laughs> it's, a, it's a really, really badass place to go and to yeah. visit. I mean, it is definitely more geared towards gamers. I mean, tournament players, everything like that. If that's what you wanted to go do, Depticon's the place to go do it. Mm. So. As opposed to what would be the alternative? Um, I know there's ReaperCon and... Well, uh, ReaperCon yeah, is... GenCon and ReaperCon, not necessarily okay. for gamers, right? Yeah, ReaperCon is definitely more for those hobbyists they, mm-hmm. that enjoy the painting, enjoy the conversion. Um, GenCon is for gaming. Board game gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Board yeah. game gaming, you got tabletop gaming, you mm-hmm. got... Card gaming, you got video gaming. I mean, you can go there at four o'clock in the morning, walk through the the vendor or not the vendor hall, but walk through the convention center and pick up a game of Ultimate Werewolf okay. at four o'clock in the morning. And there's twenty some odd people sitting there. Aren't, aren't to they going to be pissed wow. if you just walk away with their Ultimate Werewolf? No, I mean, they, I mean, we'll go find another game. <laughs> go find another game. I'm taking um, this. So, I mean, if you if you love games and games as a whole, Gen Con's definitely the place to be. But Adepticon is truly tabletop like mecca mm-hmm. i mean if you want to play tournaments you want to see really really nicely painted models i mean obviously short of second edition <laughs> tournaments apparently um uh, no then second the second edition tournament didn't have any really yeah, nice that's 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 short of that tournament um but i mean great for the hobby seminars it gets you painting fast and, and oh easy. wow yeah so they have some pretty good seminars at gen con now. uh no oh, okay no, 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 no. So, <laughs> i'm talking about adepticon, wait, adepticon oh, gotcha, had the good gotcha. so like do you think I should come down next year? Maybe I can do like a 10 minute uh, ultramarine class. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up. If you really nice. want to. I, I, I honestly think that I could, I could paint that model. I could, is, is there like a I waiting list to, to offer classes? Oh or, God, I don't want to offer You can like sign it? up for doing a class. <clears> yeah. <throat> okay. I mean, do they just, if you want to do one, they, if you submit or? a class a schedule, generally they like you teach at least like four classes and be known. Okay. Not necessarily even really be known. I mean, there's <laughs> everybody that does teach is known. Um, to some degree or another, but I mean, you can just even go down to, like told? I said, that little Fort Waffle is, oh, yeah. is what I know it is. It's, 
that's what it is. Um, but you can just sit down there. There's there's hobby lights down there. There's paints. You can talk to Duncan or or Ryan. So I didn't realize that like anybody could just sit down there. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Okay. Well, anybody could. Not <laughs> not you. Okay, yeah. not me. <laughs> I, the problem is is limited space. Yeah, so I know. That's that. the main problem. Is that? But yeah, you can go down there. Show. And it up seems and like just... people kind of like uh, camp. Like they have their stuff. They set up and they disappear. Once they set up for the day, that's where their stuff is at. Yeah. And I mean, everybody that goes to Adepticon for that side of the house mm-hmm. generally knows each other. Okay. And so they just kind of set up and, and leave stuff there and everybody watches each other. They're mm-hmm. pretty in. They're pretty tight. I think it's unfortunate. Like, you know, if I were to come and paint, like, and they have their stuff set up, then it's like, all right, well, too bad. You get the floor. Just, just <laughs> find somebody and say, hey, can I move this crap? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just pushed stuff out of the way. Yeah, I was going to work on my works for that second edition thing. Okay, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was all full and everything, so... I was hoping you guys were there. So, like, hey, can I, can I, you should come up out? to the room. We actually got a hotel room at the Renaissance. We got to coordinate better. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely don't. Yeah, for next year, that. definitely, because I'm planning on going. So, yay. I would definitely, I mean, I think they released the hotel blocks in November. Yeah. Something right around like the that. time of the. No, that's, um, that might be too early because I got to wait till tax return to actually book anything. Fuck, you're well, going to be screwed. Oh, okay. Yeah. You are going to be screwed if you wait until November. Right. Uh, yeah, you, you pay when you actually yeah. get the room. So, you're fine. Yeah, and actually, and I wish I I keep forgetting that. I keep thinking like, oh, I need to pay for it. Like when at the time, like no. <laughs> well, I think gonna... I think this next year I'm gonna book two or three rooms and oh, say, hey, three let's call this good. I yeah. anybody going here? Have a room because it's so much easier. All right, I'm in. Yeah, it's so much easier just to go down, go through vendor hall, go do your classes, go yeah. do your tournament, and say, well, screw it, I'm gonna go take a fucking nap. Because I think like that for the last uh, for the last three times, like each time like I've gone, like the hotel I've gotten is further away from the convention. Oh, really? And yeah, and I don't have a car when i'm down there like i rented a car the yeah. first year for like a couple days but like well we were yeah. at that what the wind winham that first oh i don't remember maybe yeah it was like it was a across... years ago we were at the windham oh okay it was down the street and down the road a little bit uh-huh. um last year we were me and charity were at the uh fairfield in the spring the hospital suites. Oh. Well, yeah, we were at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> kind Rude of expensive. Europe. Not oh. recommend it. <laughs> uh, and that's just right across the street, but that's still a lengthy yeah. walk. Oh, okay. Um, just the hotel right then and there. That'd be like nice. Said, just go up, take a nap, come back down. Let's call it good. Yeah. So. So. so I think, like, yeah, having to, like, get, you know, I had to plan this all out ahead of time. Like, you know, I'm carrying cases and boxes and camera bag and everything with me. And, like, it, it really kind of cuts down on, like, the amount I want to go and visit. You know, like, I'm trying to oh, take yeah. pictures of armies. I'm like, hold on, here's my yeah. Titan. Can you hold this while I take pictures of your stuff? I'm well, yeah. I'm just going to bring one of those old flyer wagons. Yeah. Oh, the little <laughs> red, red wagons. They're flyer wagons. I know. That's really awesome. smart. So, so, yeah, good time. Yep. So, well, thank so, you so once again for joining us. We'll yeah, have absolutely. you back on. It was a blast. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. yeah. Have a good old Ted's, Ted's got stuff planned. I'm going to be gone. I'll be in uh, London representing us at uh, Yay! Warhammer World. I, I'll be on the Twitch stream April 27th for the 40K Oh, game. yeah. I was I, I was going to try and ask, because I was supposed to go, not with you, but like shortly after. Right. And then that plan fell through. But I talked to Eddie from uh, Games Workshop, and we were going to hook up uh, while like I was on there. On a date? Uh, probably not. He, I think he's engaged, <laughs> or maybe that was another guy. But anyway, like you know, he was like, "Oh yeah, let's let's get together." And uh, um, so I was excited to like go and talk to him. Like while we were at a uh, at Adepticon, like I saw, like right. we did the the studio presentation. And I think okay, so I, I actually was gonna like respond to your tweet, but then I remembered that I think Pete fully hates me. 
Uh, <laughs> like after the oh, stu- after right. the studio thing for multiple reasons, but the latest reason is after the studio thing. Like I saw Eddie is like, oh shit, I got to go see Eddie. He's over at the like the IT desk or whatever. Like, they had like a table set up, like computers, like him and this other dude are there. And so I like I beeline it right for him. And I'm like, just walking up, like Pete Foley sees sees me, and he starts walking over to me, like intercepting me with like his hand outstretched. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go shake your hand. Hi, it's good to see you. And he's like, can I help you? With this concerned look on his face, I'm like I was gonna go see Eddie. Yeah, he's live streaming right now. Oh. <laughs> like, and I look over, and I'm like three feet away from the camera. <laughs> Like live streaming, like oh, you were yeah. about to, you were literally was, about to walk into the yes. Facebook live stream. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, um, you weren't wearing a mob rule shirt, were you? No, I remember you yes. were wearing your. Vault. Are you wearing your? Vault? Oh man, come on! <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't actually on the camera, but it was. I've worked so my hard. Voice might have been. <laughs> I've, been, I've made it seem like good people to people over there. What's wrong? With <laughs> so was I, and I undid it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I didn't see him for the rest of the thing. I was like, I gotta go find Eddie and like try and change my shirt and like not wear my hat. <laughs> Put on one of big fake mat, like one of those yarn mat uh, face yeah, things. Right. Like what? Beard. No. I'm Sven from, <laughs> from Norway. Ch- change my accent a little bit. Hi, I'm Ted. <laughs> Put on a next time you just got a big Russian hat on. You're like, oh, I'm Boris from uh, <laughs> Theodorsky. Yeah, come all the way <laughs> to meet this Eddie. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so you'll you'll have a good time. <laughs> I may or may I'll, not. I'm yeah. He might have. A I'm gonna have a fucking blast. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jess leaves me alone for like two, a day and a half while I live at Warhammer World. So. Nice. You have to find the assassin. I do. Not, I, oh, I want to so bad. That's I'm, they move that around, don't they? Is oh, it? they move it all the time. Once it find, once it gets found, they put in a new assassin and they move it completely. Oh, cool. I mean, when we went there, I spent a whole day looking you, for that damn thing. Did you? It's only oh. in one diorama, though, right? It's in one diorama. Yeah. I'm bringing a pair of oh. binoculars. But the actually. diorama <laughs> is almost as big as this living room. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I'm nice. I'm bringing a pair of binoculars. Do you want to find it? Do you anything? Yeah, they give you yeah, that yeah, you assassin. Get a, you get oh, cool. Yeah. Un, unpainted. Yeah, you get that assassin in blister, and then they they oh, okay. deploy a new one. And you get your name on a an honor roll list. Yep. Oh, right. There there yeah. was only um, so far there's been three fines this year. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. They're getting and it was harder only like and harder. Ten last oh. year. Yeah, they're gonna eventually like melt it down so you can't see it. <laughs> it's an assa- It's half an assassin. Yeah. Come on, that's not fair. Assassin- it's just the head poking around the corner. <laughs> assassin wearing a grot costume. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've been Dave. Yeah, hey Dave. I'm Ted. I'm right. Trevor. All right, have a good night, guys. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.